If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. The Friends Show. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Yep. Now, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. if you look deep in, if you look into your heart, you can always find a message in the message. Okay, what you just heard, all right, was a a more than positive uh, reinforcement and affirmation from Leslie. Jones, <laughs> Leslie, yes. Les Dog Jones, okay? And she's simply recording a video, a selfie video on her phone, um, sipping a drink through a cup and a straw, yes. wearing sunglasses. She's in a beautiful, sunny locale. And she's saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And you can see on her face by her countenance that she clearly is in disbelief of whatever someone has been feeding her. It's total bullshit. She has her hip boots on so she can wade through it. But instead of arguing, going back and forth, taking the time to disprove whatever they're saying, you know what she did? She exuded patience. She exuded grace. She exuded resiliency. Okay. And she simply agreed to disagree. That, my friends, is the message that we're going to take away from that. You ain't always got to fight back. And I'm looking in the mirror. I'm talking to the man in the mirror like Mike Jack. Okay? (laughs) I needed this message today. You don't always got to say nothing back. Sometimes you could just agree to disagree, keep it moving. Ladies, gentlemen, and anything anywhere in between. Let me tell you something. You are going to face some hardships coming up this week. And instead of, you know, fighting fire with fire, you know what we're going to do collectively? We're going to say hashtag mm-hmm. <laughs> three M's, one H and two more M's. That is the hashtag for this week. You're mm-hmm. awesome because I was going to ask. So how we spell it? Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 That's exactly how we spell it. Mm-hmm. Phonetically, because we needed this message. So this week, remember, we're going to agree to disagree. And we're also going to be agreeable. As the good book says, as far as it depends upon you, be peaceable with all men's okay mm-hmm. and so that is the clip of the week and with that being said we're gonna roll this car right on over to the qtnas mm-hmm. which are questions that need answers and questions that niggas is asking qtnas number one we're gonna get this one real out the way really quick which one of y'all said that you thought 
that Game of Thrones was a docu-series about Deborah Atney remodeling her home and her search for wider <laughs> toilets. Oh. Who said my that's what they thought Game of Thrones was? God. Deborah Atney on a wider toilet. Something to come up on the sides, maybe. Oh, my you God. Know, and, a, and a thicker rim on the seat. You know what I'm saying? You need a thicker rim. You need like an eight-inch rim around that toilet seat for support. Support me, bitch! Like Nene said to Marlo. Okay, question number two. Is she really there? Yes, she, she did. did. And that's actually going to be the clip coming up soon. Oh. Okay, question two. This one, I need y'all's help with. Okay. No, you don't. <laughs> Is it true that this past Tuesday at 9.13 p.m. to be exact, at the Rustic Wagon Steakhouse in Chicago, Ill of Noise, two patrons were sitting next to each other at the bar watching the Bucks and Raptors NBA playoff game, and when they both said shit and smacked their hand on the bar at the exact oh same God. time to protest the missed shot, newly inducted Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot and VH1 old dog with many new tricks, Rich Dallas, slowly turned to look at each other oh, and God. stared for three seconds <laughs> and then said, my bad. Y'all know Lori. Y'all seen that mayor, Lori Lightfoot in Chicago? Right she looked like, it's the eyes. It's in the eyes. It's in the eyes. <laughs> Lori Lightfoot and Rich Dallas. Y'all know what they look like. Who said it? No, no, All right. For the record, I'm not laughing at side. you. I'm laughing at friends. <laughs> for the record, don't tag me in the side by side. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do. Same. Because it's a coming. Also it's as a well. coming. Lori Lightfoot and Rich Dollars. And then they Dustin love. always retweets talking about, I told y'all. <laughs> All right. Oh question three. And now this one is a question for the white delegation, okay? Oh. We need your help. No, they stopped no. listening a long time ago. <laughs> is it true? Is it true? That Democratic presidential hopeful Elizabeth Warren has been looking so tired and beat down all the time because she's been fighting false tooth and nail against her staff oh, day and night because she wants to retain Saturday Night Live legend Dana Carvey as her running mate, but they keep getting confused on which one of them is which. Y'all know oh Elizabeth God. Warren and Dana Carvey looking Why like, did he do who said it? Is it true? <laughs> and with that being said, <laughs> and most in the whites, it's going to help with that one. <laughs> with that being said, and most importantly understood, got your ass friend. I would like to take this opportunity to welcome everyone to this God. week's episode of The Friend Zone. Can I go now? It's your look weekly into all things mental health, mental hygiene, and mental wellness. And mental hygiene. Because <laughs> that's how you make it connect. Mm. So, you know, because who wants a musty brain? <laughs> who in the hell? Thank you. I don't want one. <laughs> I don't want one. How you doing, friend? I'm doing amazing. How are you, my brothers? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you did that real, like, cheetah woman, like, real Angie Stone. You see. My brothers. My brothers. I'm doing amazing. I'm doing so amazing that I'm going to give you the black business of the week before Please. we get into any and everything else. Come on, smooth transition. Because that's just the type of bitch I am. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, don't forget to email us at the friend zone at loudspeakers. Wow. Did I fuck it up for oh, one second? See how no. you, you went back to the old school. Because I was, well, yeah, because I'm so used to doing it, but then I was out of place. So I fucked up for a second. No, that was right. That was yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Anyway. The friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Email us your black businesses of the week. 
All right. So for the Black Business of the Week, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Malik who emailed us. And again, don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Malik says, hey, guys, I just wanted to put you onto this amazing lifestyle brand known as Positively Perfect and their sister company, The Fresh Dolls. Their main product is a black online of multicultural dolls with positive affirmations right on the box. Founded by Dr. Lisa Williams, they aim to raise the self-esteem of ethnic children from a young age while they're still developing their sense of body image and individuality. While there are more multicultural dolls and now than when I was a kid, what made me fall in love with these from was from a collector's perspective was their wide range of custom blended skin tones. They're vibrant and not ashy like some black dolls I've come across. (laughs) Real, real. And body type slash features that actually reflect realistic and healthy standards for today's society. They're friend-shaped, y'all. They even have a line of male dolls for boys. I found out about them on Instagram and thought you guys might like them. So, yeah, there are tons of dolls on their Instagram. If you go to the underscore fresh underscore dolls, it'll take you right to their Instagram where you can see all the pictures of the dolls they have. Some of them got uh, afros. One of them, she's got pink braids. Look at this doll right here. You see this? Oh, snap. Oh, she got a French roll. You- <laughs> <laughs> With the pearls in it. Look, but, but look at this one. Oh, yeah. No, see? they're really cute. I like their outfits. You know, and then the male dolls are real cute, too. Like, you see this one? His hairstyle. Not, not the haircut, though. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, those are really cute. They're very hip. They yeah. are. They Look, they're very fresh. They're very fresh. So shout out to the Fresh Dolls and shout out to Malik. Thank you so much for writing in. And that is the Black Business of this week. Nice. So I just think it's real funny how <laughs> people think they could comment on friends' shape. They know how she shaped. This is a podcast. You don't know how nothing shaped. Right. Not for visual Keep your mouth off of friends' shape. That's all, that's all I just wanted to say real quick. That's <laughs> Oh my God. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? You got to cut that shit off at the root. Okay? You know what I'm saying? I heard you. I see you. Okay. That's the guy we did. Are y'all ready to jump into this week's recap segment? Oh, Definitely fill up to it. So, so on last week's episode titled Hide Your Kids, Hide Your Likes, we discussed social media. It was a social media roundup. We talked about Pornhub buying Tumblr, Instagram hiding likes to preserve our mental health, and the three new features Facebook is adding that should make things a little spicy for us this summer. (laughs) As always, you guys had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? I want to give a shout out to Paola in the emails. Paola. Yes. She says, this episode was great, and I just want to bring up an additional point. While I agree that parents can have a big impact on how their kids engage with social media, what happens with kids whose parents aren't able to fully support them? I'm a child therapist working in a community, um, excuse me, in community mental health, a.k.a. nonprofits, who serve very marginalized folks. Many of the kids I work with have parents who are battling addictions, are unlearning cycles of violence, who have been abusive, or who are busy working long shifts. I also work with many non-English speaking parents who don't always know the social media trends. And these kids still have social media. I think in this case, where parents are up against a lot of barriers to provide their ideal guidance, any outside help from community slash society at large is good. And just in general, I think it should be the responsibility of companies to check themselves on the effort, excuse me, on the effects their products have. Products get recalled when there's some type of physical harm or consumers. So I think there should be the same type of responsibility when there's social slash mental harm done. And from the studies Fran talked about, it sounds like there's definitely evidence of that. So when these corporations make billions off of people, I think the least they can do is try out adjusting their product so it's less harmful to all of us 
and especially to the most vulnerable in society. Just an additional take. Thanks again. Thanks, Love Paola. That. First of all, First of all, no, nah, because I'm, I'm tired of this shit. First of all, Paola. Or Paola. 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 I, that wasn't, I wasn't trying to be funny for you. I just, it was a slip yeah. of the tongue. But first of all, Paola, damn it. <laughs> we agree with that. That's what we said any damn way. What I said was not that way. You get what I'm saying? We we agree. But it wasn't no additional take is my point. I'm not going to sit here and listen to your lies, Paola. I'm not. It wasn't no additional. It was the take. Okay? And I'm not going to take it anymore. Now, that's what we said. I'm scared of it. Well, what you got, friend? Love you, Paola. So, Afia. I'm sorry, Afia. I love you. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm sorry, Paul. Write in again or something. You know, let us know you're doing all right. Well, I just get mm. no comments. <laughs> we just get eyes. I'm sorry, but nobody left anything. Okay, so on SoundCloud, I actually have a few. <laughs> Afia says, I'm in Toronto. When I, You see how I said it? Toronto, like a native. Shout out to Maya. Obvio. Toronto. So I'm in Toronto and I heard that she... Also, happy birthday, Maya. I'm happy sorry, friend. Happy, happy birthday, Shanice Maya. Maya. My boo cake. She looks so beautiful, right? She looks gorgeous. She's in Colombia right she now celebrating. She's in a surf Work. camp in Colombia. Can we talk about this? Life goals. Living in a hut. Living in a hut on the beach for the week. For her birthday. For her 37th. Her skin already looks great, so now she's just about to have a whole other layer of sexiness. She texts me like, I have Wi-Fi today. Hit me back. (laughs) 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 All right, so Ophelia says, I'm in Toronto, and when I heard IG would be modifying the like feature, I was apprehensive. But after week one, I barely noticed anything. You quickly realize how seeking validation plays a major role in the IG experience. In the first few days, even though I knew they were gone, I found my eyes constantly darting towards the like section of each post, almost like a visceral reaction before I could even fully digest what I was looking at. I was more concerned with with what others were thinking. I wanted to know whether they approved. Might not be welcoming news, but I think the change is here to stay, particularly because everyone I know, regular folk and influencers alike have adjusted so easily. There's been so little uproar, you'd think they didn't make any changes at all. It also diversified the pit of hell I usually avoid, known as the Explore page. Mm -hmm. People I follow now engage with posts they normally wouldn't because they don't have a metric dictating whether a post is worthy enough to engage. Mm. Yes. Mm. Look at Dustin. <laughs> See, I, I, nope. Y'all go. Be nice. I, I ain't gonna be negative. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because. See, I had already knew that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't need, you know. And no then, so that was Afia. Um, but then I had a bunch of people were hitting me up about the Old Navy exercise clothing from the wellness segment. Oh, oh that wasn't they? even the wellness segment. That was before. And I was just asking you guys during the hot button, I think, what where, where you, you buy your exercise yeah. clothes. And so this one, <laughs> I had to read this comment because it cracked me up. I'm actually looking for it. A lot of people were selling me TJ Maxx. I bumped into somebody on the street that was like, I tell a friend to go to TJ Maxx. I was TJ like, Maxx? Okay. I love TJ uh, Maxx. Yeah, yeah. Where's a TJ, TJ Maxx? TJ Maxx. Well, there's one right by where we walk all the time. I, oh, right I here. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I mean, when I come down here, 16th. I ain't come in a shop. I'm just saying anytime you can just dip into a TJ Maxx, it's worth it. 16th and 6th. 16th and 6th. We can go this weekend. Ciao. Right. <laughs> 
I need candles any damn way. <laughs> yes. You have people Another tweeting one. me chow all week. I was like, guys, It's a movement. Ooh. Did you ever go to Baby Chow in Atlanta? Baby Chow? Yeah. No. It was just, uh, you know how there's always like overpriced. That was like, Jeffrey Dahmer's restaurant. <gasps> no, no, it was not. So yep, I have a comment from Sorry. Major Morris who said, Fran, I too am a big body Benz. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, it gets better. It gets better. A Cadillac DeVille, if you will. Ooh. <laughs> now Bars. this is a comment Bars. I can get behind. Bars, yes. okay. From one S-curve to another, Old Navy workout clothes fits us very well and they stay having a sale. Word. Adia of the Wave said, thick thighs and booty here and I swear by Old Navy. See? High waist compression leggings. Gotta get super you into comfy. the Old so Navy So literally now. everybody... Shout out to, to the these comments Navy. that I love. <laughs> Literally everybody was in my comments, whether it was SoundCloud or on Twitter, being like, girl, get your butt. Get your big butt <laughs> to Old Navy the and buy some leggings. So I'll take it from y'all, from yeah. the, from the co- uh, coalition. You know, Old Navy was like the second place I ever worked. Was like really? My you job. know, I I can legit say I've only been in Old Navy like one time. The one on 34th Street. You know, ain't that oh, the, yeah. the big, huge That's one? You've never been even been time. to the one on 125th? I mean, I walked past it, but that isn't that like new? It's relatively no. new. Well, I mean, over like six or seven years, maybe. That, what? That old Navy been there for. Look, I've been uptown. That old That's Navy been sad there for. That I've been there from no. when it just was Navy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long it's been there now. It's old Navy. <laughs> That's sad. I didn't know it's been there. That You've long. been just ignoring that. I've just been walking just, past. I've got to get to where I'm going with this, this old name. <laughs> Only thing I do on 125th is the movie theater. You, I was about to say, it's, it's all black shit on 125th. Now. So right, yeah, the movies I mean, is definitely black shit on 125th. Everything's gone. And Magic Johnson. That is a black ass movie theater. I you literally don't me. go anywhere else. <laughs> Jimmy Jazz, Ch- uh, Champs, uh, yes. um, House of Hoops. Yes. That whole little corridor right there. That's, that's your jam. Saturday night's all right with me. Yep. That's where you can find me. I actually need to go because I need to get some t-shirts, some men's t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Harlem USA, another honorable yes, mention. That's even a, though the, loud, the music be loud as hell. As hell. <laughs> as hell. But I don't know whose mixtape this is, but I have to get my clothing. <laughs> Ooh, sorry about that. What about you, Dustin? What did you find in them Twitter screets? Uh, shout out to Lil Nas X. Y'all know who the fuck that is. Who tweeted, I'm an industry plant and I'm proud. Work. I, you know, we love it when you own stuff. Work. And so, people were in the comments talking about friends don't said it first. Exactly. I was like, oh my God, don't well, tell him that. I also want to give a shout out to <laughs> give a shout out to at Prince Charming P. <laughs> Pierre, who is hilarious, who tweeted shout out to Oh my Prince God, Charming. is he the dude with the monkey the story? <laughs> so listen. Oh. So listen, listen to this one. This is happening to me. So Pierre says, Pierre says, Pierre, I love you. Y'all. <laughs> My cousin on the cruise braiding people hair for money. <laughs> Shaking my head. You can't take Chicago people nowhere. <laughs> so this nigga on the cruise I mean, with his cousin. His cousin like, she just started now, a business. Hustling braiding people hair for money on the cruise ship. This is why we sign in the Twitter. Oh, my yes. God. He um, is really funny, dude. One time for the one time, I want to give a shout out to Mercenary at I am Mercenary, who tweeted hashtag NCAT, hashtag NCAT23, hashtag valedictorian, hashtag black excellence with five bullets. First, 
First African-American male valedictorian in Woodland history, 4.7 GPA. I just secured the bag. Number one of my class for seven years straight, a Georgia scholar and over $1.2 million in scholarships with the cutest video ever of him, like with all the cords around his neck and just being full of personality. So shout out to Mercenary. Congratulations. Yeah. And that's it. Side mention, congrats to all the students in Morehouse whose uh, their oh loans my paid God. off. What, what a, a feeling. <laughs> what a time Did to you be see alive. the story about the dude that left, that he was part of that class, but he had left oh. a, um, in 2017 because he couldn't afford it? Wow. So he's in community college now. Damn. And he's sick. Because he's like, I literally stopped going because I could no longer afford it. I'm hoping they kind of like make yeah. a concession. I hope him. it gets back to the right people. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. someone wrote an article about it and everything to kind of amplify his story. So I'm hoping they'll include him. Yeah. That'd be great. What's been so funny too, has man. been all the Countess Vaughn memes that people have been posting. Like, I go to Morehouse a little bit too. And then, <laughs> then people have been posting their degrees with like scratching out the names of the university and writing in Morehouse in handwriting. <laughs> it's been hilarious. Uh, but it's sad to think is it 40 million or 400 million? It's 40 million? It's 40. Yeah, it was 40. It's sad to think 41, that one I class think. could rack up that kind of debt. Yep. One class. Of students, like that's that's sad. It's eye opening, right? Ooh. Meanwhile, have you seen the West End? Never mind. <laughs> that's just where they, the school is. Where Morehouse oh, and Spelman. You never been, been, been over Morehouse to, campus. Oh, you had never been have. to the AUC. I don't know. Oh my god, friend! When we go back to, we have to do a homecoming one year. I've been to Fisk. Not even my school, but we have to go just so you can just experience to go. just so you can see all the looks and everything. Like, that homecoming. Legendary. Off the chain. Literally, Legendary. like, you, it's nothing. You just go and literally just walk. It's all kind of booths, all kind of people with loud-ass speakers playing music, dancing. You know oh, you what the said vibe booths. is. I thought yeah. you said booze. No, booze. Oh, it's that, too. Oh, okay. And boobs. <laughs> all the B.O.O.s. Like, they're there. Um, but that that is a good time, yes. okay? And I literally just walked through. I didn't even realize what we was walking into. But oh, once man. I got with the program, baby, it was on oh, and man. popping, friend. Forever know what I mean. You, you go mm. this year. You hear me, friend? <sighs> Shout out to Morehouse. Yes. So you ready to jump into this week's episode? Let's do it. So normally we come in here with a topic and we debate and share our perspectives. But I thought it'd be fun. We haven't done this in a while where we don't have a topic. We kind of just riff and talk about whatever comes up. Sometimes you end up with a funny ass episode, a deep ass episode. You just never know. So kind of like let whatever know. let whatever wants to come out come out. This is the raw sex episode. <laughs> oh my god! You don't do it a lot, and you never know what's gonna come oh out. <laughs> so that's this episode. Hi, mom. <laughs> oh damn! I forgot your mom. I mean, darn! I forgot your mom. <laughs> it's too late already. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> okay, so can I just start off on a very random note? Please, that's the point. Do you know? I think I told you I've been watching the Society. Oh, yeah. I keep seeing the banner, but I haven't clicked it. What's it's, it about? It's about white people. <laughs> I mean, there are a few black people. But anyway, it's about these kids. They are about to go on this trip. They're like high school kids. Mm-hmm. Um, They go on the trip, but then something happens, so they can't go on the trip. So when they come back to town, all of the adults are gone. So it's literally just them. Um, Then they realize that they're cut off from the world. Now, randomly, they can Wait, still... Wait, what? 
randomly they can still their cell phones and stuff work so they can talk to each other but they can't get an outside line they can't reach nobody so they're literally just stuck i guess in this bubble of a town they can't leave they never say what happens when they try to leave or anything like that they just accept it and they're trying to do this little shit who wrote it sheila (laughs) (laughs) well no because they didn't create this town these motherfuckers got stuck you know how many people are not going to catch that. Right. Okay. Unless, that was for the people that went to school. <laughs> Unless they was really in their Netflix bag, then they got it. Oh, my God. Oh, Sheila. Meanwhile, Go ahead. Sheila need to hit Kanye West with a... Uh, with a with a cease and desist. <laughs> like just, I see you having your church now. Now, Copy we know who's fashion. The quietness is kept. That's why Carrie Hilson changed her hair. Remember how Carrie Hilson used to wear them bangs into that mushroom cut like Sheila? Sheila hit her ass with a cease and desist. <laughs> Good. Okay. And next thing you knew, Carrie had micros. I like this. This you can. This is archived photos. Okay, you can look. This I already up. know what you're talking about. And I should have saved that for QTNA, but I'm that's glad okay. You didn't. That's okay. I'm actually, happy it came out this way. What have y'all been binging? Oh, first of all. Mm-hmm. Do y'all know the producers of Invisibilia hit me up? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell y'all how Friends Zone is a force, okay? Because apparently the traffic of y'all listening to the show, they were able to track it back to this. And they hit me and they were like, thank you so much, which is kind of surreal. The NPR is thanking us. Like, thank you, NPR. Like, yeah. <laughs> really you know, I was sick, though, because they listened to the episode. I was like, oh, Damn. my God. should have talked about Tiny Desk in that episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that was super cool. I love Invisibilia. So that was like, it just was awesome because they inspired me in so many ways. And the fact that they slid in my DMs just really made my day. Yes. And they're going to send merch and everything. Things. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. So thank you to you guys. I, obviously, I'm glad you're listening because the shows are really informative and the topics they pick. I'm just like, oh, how do they think of this stuff? It's just really awesome. But the fact that they listen to us yeah. really made me laugh because so our show last week was so extra silly. So funny. But I mean, it is what it is. Who we well, are? If anybody needs to laugh, it's NPR. Okay. <laughs> Because they are focused over there. Oh so God, they so... needed it. I'm sure it was refreshing. I know. They were and I also up. think it's really funny that we and something called Invisibilia <laughs> see each other. That is just hilarious <laughs> to me. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But along the lines, because we shared about Invisibilia and we were sharing what we've been binging. I'm curious, what other podcasts do you guys listen to? We kind of got into it, but not really. Well, I listen to, of course, The Read. Even mm-hmm. those are my friends. Like, I listen to that. Um, I listen to Invisibilia. I listen to Horrible Decisions. Because <laughs> um, I Shout love Mandy and Weezy. Shout yes. out to Full Court my Pumps. My girl, Mandy, Full Court Pumps, baby. <laughs> she be opening my eyes. Now, you know it takes a lot for me to be. That ain't the only thing she be opening. Yeah, well, me. I mean, not on you. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm saying. <laughs> Because, you know, Mandy don't mind an after. Well, anyway, anyway, (laughs) anyway, Um, I love that. Uh, What else do I listen to? Um, Old tax tone episodes. I'm not trying to give people props. It just these are people we know. Genuinely. Jade and XD, of course. There's so many. Um, Shit. I listen to all of 
this is awful because I listen to a lot of the shows that like we let me just pull up my phone. Hold on. <laughs> what about you, Asante? I don't listen to podcasts. You don't? Mm-mm. It's not your thing? Mm-mm. That's funny. Only co- and you know what? I always want to get into it because it's almost like an audio book, but I spend a lot of time, you know, playing video games. So I always put music on or like I always put music on. Like when I'm watching anime, even I will put some music on since I have to read the subtitles anyway. So like it's hard for me to sit and listen to people talk because I always want to hear like a beat and jig a little bit. Right. That's I mean, there are a lot of podcasters that don't listen. I didn't listen for a long time just because I didn't want my ideas to be tainted, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Complete sense. Especially if it's like we're covering similar topics, like even sometimes Mm -hmm. the NPR they're like they I told you I went back to 2015 when it like their first episode and one of the episodes I got to they covered a topic that I literally have in my notes app yeah as one of the topics we were going to uh, cover about this man that's a cyborg Ooh. I know and I was sick when I heard it because they had him on the show I'm like hello levels you know Damn. but I mean I, I still want to cover it how do you make a cyborg comfortable in the studio <laughs> <laughs> but it like, talks I mean, about bring water. What do we do? Like, <laughs> <outlet? laughs> yeah. It's, oh my god! It talks. About <laughs> I don't know. How far? How far we're willing to integrate with technology? <laughs> yeah. You know, like outside of just having a phone. Like, what about when it starts getting into taking pills or connecting certain machinery to your brain? This is that's my favorite genre of anime. <laughs> That's where I draw the line of people getting chips in them and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my body is my temple. You seen the uh, the business? The, it was a company where they convinced their employees to put a chip. I think yeah. it's like in their finger or their yeah. wrist so yeah. that they can start, come into the building. Are you out of your motherfucking, like, that, like work is from nine to five. Okay? <laughs> and that's a cutoff. And that's why people call it having a work-life balance. I don't need no scanner in my damn finger. For a job that I'm not going to have for the rest of my life anyway. That's ridiculous. It might be the future, though. Not mine. It is the future. <laughs> not my generation. I just see- <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Patty Lahill. The GOAT. <laughs> like I'm like, s- gonna be like, in my time, we had keys. Yeah. Okay. Gonna make, I'm going to be the most disgruntled, evil, crotchety, old, no scanner in the finger ass nigga you ever seen in your life. I will not do it. I'm fighting too. I'm going to the Supreme, the Queen Supreme Court to take it to the end because I don't want no electricity in my body. I just don't believe in that. That's real and believable. It's funny that you said uh, keys just a second ago, though, because even something as basic as a door key has evolved into a car key, like card key. And then it's going to be your cell phone. And then what's going to be next when you don't want to carry around the cell phone no more? Your hand. Right. So I watch. That's why I said my favorite genre of anime is everything that you just said, because I feel like most shows I watch are about tech being infused with humans at some point or another. As of late, I just binged and I still have two episodes left. There's an anime on Netflix called Revisions, and it's about Shibuya. Roll call. Uh, Shibuya. Shibuya in Tokyo? Yep. Uh, in 2017, Shibuya, there, something happened, and it's a it's a cartoon for those that don't know the anime. It's animation. Um, 2017, like Shibuya gets transferred to like... <laughs> I thought it was anime Bulla. Like 20... <laughs> It gets transported like a bunch of years in the future, like 38-something, 28-something. Tina did too. So <laughs> they fight these things that are trying to attack their city that are Tina coming did in. that too. Go oh ahead. My God, Dustin. <laughs> You're never going to get through this story. And it's so quick too. So it's like the long, like you're just prolonging this, making it even harder. Look, Tina did too. <laughs> 
god. So these things that are trying to attack the city, they later <laughs> learn are hybrids. They they used to be human, but the humans, because of some virus that attacked, they were fusing with machines. Oh, shit. And so now the more like mechanical parts that they had, because they were wondering why these things were so big, and they were like, "Oh, well, they're humans." They're like, "Well, how are they big ass bodies? How are they big body, big body beings? Beings? <laughs> Cadillac so Village, <laughs> <laughs> if you will." <laughs> So that they were was like, "Awesome! I'm saying that for the rest of my life." It's a thigh tattoo. <laughs> that is that is one of them tattoos. Mm-hmm. So once these people realized that they were uh, machines or tech fused with them, they were kind of feeling bad for like killing them. But then I thought about like on Ghost in the Shell, which is a really popular series where their consciousness was oh, in the Scarlett net. Scarlett O'Hara, Scarlett Johansson played the Asian yeah, woman. Which I was, that. Yeah, which was <laughs> which. <laughs> April Fool's (laughs) which yes that was very April Fool's because she didn't not that she did a bad job but she had just did a movie right before called Lucy and I felt like she was playing a a lot of that same fucking character and I'm like you ain't Mila Jovich like when Mila Jovich plays like the same action hero bitch it's actually different every time (laughs) exactly Lilu Dallas (laughs) Lilu Dallas had different things she was that she was also I was about to say she was Tomb Raider that's a different one she was ultraviolet she was uh, Resident (laughs) Evil she was all these different people oh yeah damn right Mila Jovich was you know she had a little history range I'll show you the range (laughs) I watched that um, Love Sex and Robots oh did you how many of them did you watch not too many because I watched one and I I was like, yeah, Wait, no. Which one? Yeah, it's real graphic. What? What? Okay. It's just graphic. And they're I wa- cartoons. Actually, no, too, I watched so two. I watched two. And they short as hell, but they so graphic. It's the like one, I don't know the titles. The episodes. The episodes. The episodes. Oh. I don't know the titles, obviously, but it was one. You saw all of them. I see. Well, I see most of them, so I'm sure I've seen what you said. Where like the girl witnessed a guy killing someone in the building, and then cross. it was a loop. <laughs> Didn't that happen on Living Single? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then the one where the girl like fights. Uh huh. Did you see the? Did you make it through the whole thing? That's what made me stop. <laughs> that ending, I was like, no, no. Uh, yeah, no. what happened? It's just gross. It is. It is very. Is it like, a cartoon? This is anime too. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's, it's different variations of animations. So like some of them are like you know your basic like two. 2D, some of them are like cell shading, like different types of... This that we're speaking of yeah. that you're talking about. The one about. Yeah, I each, saw each ep- both oh. oh, each episode is different. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah each okay. episode is completely different, but they're different variations or different animations. So some of them were real like... Why do they call it sex, love, and robots? Because those are the That's themes. That's the theme. So some of them are more like futuristic themes. So like, uh, well, most of I think they all were. But no, sex, death, and robots. That's oh, what sorry. it is. <laughs> I used to call it no, but it looked further like, lessening my probability <laughs> and likelihood to watch. Oh yeah, so absolutely. The thing is, no, there were those hearts or whatever on the thing. So I think I used to say that too. That's why I was like, it is lo- uh, sex, love, and robots. That's a confusing because it seems like it would be sex, love, and robots, but the death part is what fucks it up. The death need to go first because it seemed like that was yeah. the main theme. And I was like, I was <laughs> yes, telling you, it was. every yes. five minutes, every I was episode, like, what the. Every, somebody died every episode and they get more like they're all completely different so it's I guess people submitted whatever so they, they're they all fucked up but like, it's like as you keep watching it's just like darker and, and darker. darker and I was like and you darker. know I don't want to play in this world like one of yeah. them there's a dude he wakes up he was on like a space mission and he thinks that uh, he's being saved but really it's because the alien or whatever that took over them when they crashed 
is putting his ass in a loop and he thinking he with the love of his life and then he realized that it hurts so he's like you know show me who you really are and she's like I'm gonna show you who I really am but just know that I love you and then you see it's a monster ass bitch and then she like bites it like he screams and she screams and bites his head off or some shit I'm like this is fucked up I'm telling you this is too <laughs> but that's actually face. how being in love is no it's not <laughs> you meet a motherfucker it'd be beautiful on the outside y'all be so good you know what I'm saying and you no. beg them for the duration of the relationship to show you who they really are and please be real with me and I know you ain't see the episode, but it was real <laughs> fucked up too. Because at one point, another girl in the same dream or whatever, she wakes up and she's like, this is not right. And then the alien person, she just puts the bitch back to sleep. She's like, oh, we'll just put her back down. And the dude goes with it. I'm like, why did he just go with it? Why did he, he ain't want to get put down either. Shit. He didn't really. He can't didn't beat him, join him. He thought his girl it. was saving him. <laughs> Shit. I just, like we were talking about, I don't know if it was last, the week before last, we were talking about sensitivity to what you're watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting more sensitive with age. Do you I used really? to be able I don't to watch that's what it is. anything. Like I've I've never liked horror or gore. Like mm-hmm. that's never been my thing. But I could watch it to a certain extent, but now it's like I can't. Like even the new uh Ava DuVernay. Oh yeah, um we were or when they see us. Right, when they see us. Her yeah. new it's a movie, right? It's a Based on the story. about the Central Park Mini-series. Five. Yep. Okay. I don't think I can watch it. Yeah. I can't like my body as soon as I saw it and and people were sharing the trailer and the clips my body it's reacted extremely triggered yeah because Even we know though, what happens and there's it's that same feeling of like I I can't do this to myself it's very real I'll say that and it's also going to what I will what I appreciate most about this project and I really wish that I could have been a part of this because I would have loved to be a part of telling this story I think it's going to be really impactful oh of and course I think that um, it's just very necessary and even the, the cinematography from the trailer the lighting the scenes that I saw once you know the story and if you're familiar you're from New York so no, I'm sure yeah, you I are mean, Every, how could we not I be know exactly when you know those is. details it's just it is literally going to be riveting to see so I'm a watch you and even the saying? one with the young man from that he died in Rikers yeah that I think Jay-Z had something to do with the documentary being created or produced rather what was his name Khalif Browder mm-hmm. I couldn't watch it yeah it's like I want to support but I also just can't like my I don't know what's happening to me, but I'm becoming way more sensitive than ever. I've always pretty much had the same. And it's crazy because your life goes through so many different phases and so many different interpretations. Right. But I've always had pretty much the same sensitivities to things when I see them. when I was a kid and I would see people like on the side of the road with, you know, we'll work for food signs and stuff like that. I would cry until we got home. Really? Hell yeah. And even to this day, that bothers me until I moved to New York. And I'll never forget that day that that man, there was a a gentleman who was asking for change by shaking his cup. You know how people jingle the change in a cup and I didn't have anything on me. So I was walking past. And so, but as I continued walking, he looked at me and he like shook it hard at me. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? And that's when I had a little bit of a turnaround <laughs> moment when it came to my sensitivity with that. Really? But yeah, other than that, I just hate to see people in really vulnerable positions. It mm. does something to me. I yeah. can't like seeing the grandmama on star, which I'm still. Still recovering from that. Hallelujah. Yes. That's why I've been back since. So anyway, because I just got angry again. But yes, like I couldn't watch that scene when the grandmother was raped. Things like that are hard for me. Violence really doesn't bother me as long as it is um, 
not something that's like extreme in nature, like a kid versus an adult or something like that. But just a fight or people getting marked on t- on camera, I'd give it to give it to me, baby. I can't. <laughs> Even when those videos be like fight videos oh, that I go viral fights. on Twitter, I cannot. I cannot. There's something about the sounds and when when the hand connects yeah. and they hit like that that like crunch sound. I can't. I can't. I think maybe it's because I've worked so hard to lower my stress chemicals from coming from Mm -hmm. neighborhoods where that was our reality every day. Mm -hmm. So now that I don't have to feel that way, like on a physical level, I can't even play into like simulated fear anymore. Girl, I love fights. What about like action (laughs) movies then? Like when they have fights and those parts are gory, can you do that? I can do fights like kind of, you know, Black Panther. Yeah. It wasn't gory. It was like, a dance in but a like, way yeah. that what about I can like do in James Bond, but like it gets a little bloody or something like that. I don't like it. Yeah, I normally have to. You see me and Crystal, we be like, okay. <laughs> what about on One Thirty Fifth and Lennox? <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what I'm past, saying. We see, you know, that's exactly yeah, what I'm like saying. A good fight. I'm gonna move out the way, but I'm gonna get a good view. No, I can't. And then like the, what's funny is as the fight takes place, when you're watching, you end up moving with the fight, yeah. whether you know it or not. So like you watching and you start moving. It. Ooh, and you move from side to side. Fights be good. And I then, hate those. I'll tell you, it's one of them. You, you've seen that that account on Twitter. It's like 30 second fights or whatever. Yeah. And it's nothing but fight videos. No, no. Baby, I'll go down the rabbit <laughs> hole and watch them get it in. If you don't like fights or action <laughs> stuff like that, definitely don't go see the new John Wick. <laughs> Isn't that what like completely The whole is? thing. So I never Berry. watched, first of all, I had never watched John Wick. Not because I wasn't interested, I just never did. And I was like, let me see if this is good enough for a motherfucking Migo song. <laughs> so <laughs> action wise, I see why. Because the way, like, it ain't just I'm a pistol up your ass. It's like, Pistol whip, you're gonna see the steel and the blood and the blood spatter and might hear a crunch too. Like it's Ooh. like oh, my. it's like a video it's game. Like, like a live action crunch. video game. And, but the fights are so <laughs> long. What, what are these movies about? Like what is who is John so Wick? So John Wick is a retired um uh And that's Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. He's a retired who killer. identifies as a person of color. Did y'all know that? Assassin. Yeah, he's Asian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, but right? he yeah, he he had a um I didn't know this, mm-hmm. but he had a he issued a statement this week or whatever saying how he identifies as a person of color or whatever yeah. and you hoes better recognize really that's what he said Bill and Ted's excellent picture <laughs> oh, I never takes you all the way back to that back. Rush Rush video don't it oh my god <laughs> okay, oh. Keanu, right <laughs> damn <laughs> okay hurry hurry lover come to me <laughs> oh my god so yeah John Wick is an assassin he lead a game for love uh, his his girl, she died in you damn way. So then he get asked to come back to fight. Oh, no, he's not asked to come back. His girl dies. He's mourning her. Somebody, I, if it, if you're going to watch the shit, just watch the shit. Yeah, but that ain't I'm giving, you, I'm giving you one. This is like one and two any damn way. So like in the first one, he lost his girlfriend because she died or whatever. So then he out one night. Somebody fucks up his car. They come to his house, kill his dog. He's like the top what? number what one bad assassin. Luck bastard. Jeez. But but Jesus. they just and they just did it not realizing it was John Wick. So when it happened, he's just quietly like going about like, all right, well, I'm about to go fuck these niggas up and kill them. And everybody's like pissed off. Like these uh the guys they took John Wick's car to the chop shop and it's John Leguizamo. He's like, I'm not taking this fucking car. Like this <laughs> John Leguizamo. Who is, is John Wick. every time I see John Leguizamo, I'm happy. So when they pull up to John Leguizamo, he's like, Oh, that's John Wick's car. I'm not taking that shit. And then the dude, his uh the dude's dad 
called John Leguizamo. He's like, why the fuck did you not do that? And he's like, oh, because that's John Wick's car. And then the dude was like, oh. <laughs> Hangs up the phone. And he's like, you did something stupid. John Wick's coming to kill your ass. So he's basically an ex-gang member. No, assassin. Like, oh, an like assassin. a number one assassin. Like the top assassin. For the assassin. government? For, pe- uh, for the black market, like the underground. Like, okay, got you. And highly respected. So there's like a hotel where all the assassins go to. Like if you pay in like this, this is currency. It's one gold coin. Each thing costs one gold coin. It's all the people in this black market. That's are, why they be handing us that shit in Times Square. <laughs> no, they be asking for money when they hand you that shit in <laughs> Times Square. You saying the Assassin Hotel is in Times Square? I don't know. They shit. always trying to pass me gold coins. I ain't never accepted because I, you know, <laughs> I always felt like something was up. Right. I'm like, did you hex this? But why are like, you passing me gold coins? Maybe that's why. So you can and come those, to the but comedy those ain't club. even coins. Them be them little gold foil sticker things, and I'm like, why would I give you money for this? This is not going to last me a day. Like, this. and why I don't even you ain't even told me why you're giving <laughs> right. to you. Just, you just handed it me. To this shit. I don't want that shit. Can't do that shit. And wait, dialing it back to the shy. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the lead? I did, and I, I just don't not. know enough. <sighs> so Jason Mitchell, who mm-hmm. plays one of the leads, who was also in Mudbound, who was also in so many other His projects. Easy E. In Straight Out of Compton. Which, well, anyway, because <laughs> um, the casting. But anyway, um, <laughs> He has got, he lost it all. He's been dropped by his agency, dropped by his management, lost Damn. his gig on the shy. He had another movie. I want, want to say it was coming on Netflix that he was the lead in. He lost that. And now it's um, come forward that there were several sexual uh, misconduct allegations um, made against him. One of which was by the girl Damn. who plays Jerrica on the on the shy, who was his character's girlfriend. Right. And wow. the article I read today, which the details are just starting to come out. Yeah. And all this is allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Anyway. Alleged. But they said that she had filed multiple complaints right. in addition to other people. So. Wow. I don't know. I mean, how, like, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Me either. When you work so hard for you something. You work so hard to mm-hmm. get to this point. You finally reach a point. You know how many people are auditioning day in and day out and never make it? Yeah. And so. You make it and you don't even have the awareness like oh my god i you know you just i i I don't understand that but i think it's something wrong with people who obviously there's something wrong with people who do these types of things so i just don't understand the the self-sabotage just how can you literally fight for something for your entire adult life an opportunity a shot you put all this faith in that and then you just mishandle it so grossly in the end like i just i don't get it but that's why I don't do it. <laughs> so, right. you know, and, I ain't and the even fact made that it, it had to be multiple complaints. Right. For it to start. For it to yeah. be taken seriously and actions to be taken. Wow. And they only followed mm-hmm. up because of this. This decision was made after the producers received information about an alleged offset incident. So it's crazy that people were making complaints what did he on do? set about shit. Oh my God. That's <laughs> the- <laughs> it's crazy people would make complaints on set, but they didn't do anything until something offset happened. That's crazy. Well, but I wonder I, if the details of that. It kind of makes yeah. you wonder, like, what, what on earth? What the fuck? I saw a cast photo of them. They were on a red carpet. It was the cast of the shy, and he was standing next. It's so funny the photos that these media outlets are choosing when they report on these stories, right? Mm-hmm. So the picture I saw today, it was a cast photo of um, the shy, and they were on a red carpet, and he, Jason Mitchell, was standing next to the young lady that plays Jerrica. And he had his hand like on her hip 
like around her back, but his hand was like around her hip and her face, the her facial expression was literally like, it was just, they get um, off me basically. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just subtle things like that. Sometimes are hidden literally in plain sight, but and now that I know this information, it's like I automatically go to that when I look at the picture. So it's just something that I, and, I didn't pick up on. And but, even yeah. how men do that day to day, day in and day out, like even at the gym. Yeah. When I'm like walking out or a man's like passing me, they always have to put their hand on the small of my back to say, excuse me. You know, like little things like that that y'all don't even realize sometimes it's like. You don't have to touch us. Right. So get your damn hands off of me, friend. Right. That's what you're I'm standing me, next to you. You don't have to touch any, like, just, yeah. but it's so common. It's a common practice. I'm men. tired of getting touched, too, to be honest with you. And I really get it bad. I told you, I be getting it bad mm-hmm. because they, you know, they'd be like, well, you just ain't had the right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean women? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? You did tell me that. I'm telling you, man. Because they, they people know I'm cool about shit. So they know, like, you know what I'm saying? You I ain't ain't gonna be, you know, right. oh, <laughs> no, ain't going to be really tripping. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you, you, you bitches finna start, start keeping your hands to yourself. Okay? This next meet and greet, if I feel one brush, okay, on a bulge, I'm telling you now. Dustin. I'm dropping you. I'm going to fuck who you <laughs> If I feel one more, if you hug me and push your titties on my chest, I'm telling you now, I'm dropping your whole mouth. Are you telling me that we have fans that do a size check? Yeah. They they literally be blatantly like telling me different things like, ooh, I seen that, you know, from the set, from the audience or whatever. You know what I'm saying? What do you say when this happens? I'll be like, shut up. You're so nasty. I'll start laughing and play it off or something like that and then speed the process along. Right, because it's awkward as fuck. Yeah, you know. But after a while, you'd be like, look, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Don't be doing that shit to me. You know what I'm saying? So I decided this is the year. I'm standing up for me and my body. Uh, No more. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Y'all finna hug me like they slow dance at middle school dances on TV sitcoms. You know how the arms be extended Uh and they slow dance like this? That's how we hugging from now on. Baby, oh I'm, I'm sorry, friend. <laughs> I, so that's once again, we I didn't see know each this other. was happening. Y'all know, because I'll be right. want to burden you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I can handle it, you know? And y'all be knowing when y'all mess up. Y'all look at me and be like, I shouldn't have done that. That's what they look at <laughs> right. me saying. You know what I'm saying? I just keep it moving because, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I see you. Right um, now. Oh my God. And they be looking like gospel singers when they oh do it too. <laughs> You know how they be coming to our show in like long skirt. They be so unassuming. They'll have on like they'll have on like a long pleated skirt. Like a gray t-shirt and a uh, like a le- like a blue jean jacket. You know what I'm saying? And, and but you know that's how the young gospel singers look to be cool, for, you know, to make the young people feel comfortable with listening to gospel. They dress cool, you know. They be looking yeah, like youth pastors. But they do it to hide their bosom. And so you don't realize like right, that what? that shirt is tucked in. It'd be a high-waisted skirt. They do it to do what? Hide their bosom. <laughs> so the skirt be high-waisted, the shirt be tucked in, and there don't be nothing under that but titties. That's what's underneath the blue jean jacket part. So when they hug me, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, you know, they take the plunge. And I didn't want to, you know? So that's what I'm saying. I didn't want to. I'm telling you, you got to peep the peep it. There's a profile. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show y'all. Oh, Ooh. me three, motherfuckers! <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna show you. <laughs> that was delicious. I am stunned right now. Ciao, ciao. Okay. 
That's what I'm going to say is I'm booting your ass off the front of the stage. You ain't going down the steps. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to turn to your eye, dude. Like I told y'all, that boy did me in high school. <laughs> my face hurts. Oh, my God. So do my feelings. I'm tired of this disrespect. You know what I'm saying? I'm upset. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, all right. Jeez Louise. I cannot. <laughs> I'm like, where do we even <laughs> Have you been binging shows or just podcasts? Um, I mean, Invisibility has been like my main binge, mm-hmm. but I have been, I watched Dead to Me with Christina oh, yeah. Applegate. She's that? a great actor. So what awesome. was, was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I figured out what the plot twist was pretty early. Mm-hmm. I hate when that happens. Damn. Like you just like, it's, I know it's The 30 minutes happen. each? I think so. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. Oh, 45 maybe hours? Maybe it is long. a longer okay, show. Okay. I can't really remember. But it is good. Mm, I got Their promo good. looked great when they were like laying back in that pool. Yeah, it's yeah. very like dark comedy, which I tend I like to like. That. Yeah. It's not, if I remember, there's no gore or anything. So it's like Good Times. <laughs> good Times was a dark ass comedy. <laughs> no, I don't care what nobody said. You know what was dark but not a comedy <laughs> good times that was I like? Depressing. Um, what's the show on HBO? Six Feet Under. Oh yeah, I was revisiting Damn, you took it back. because you know why I really liked it because Dexter, well, whatever his real name is, sorry, I can't think of it right now. His character, he had the black boyfriend, or I think they got married at some point or whatever, and that just really touched me. I remember being younger watching that, and that was a long time, a ago. a long time ago. Yeah. So I remember being young watching them. I'm like, I don't know why this black man is with this white man, but it's good to see a gay couple. <laughs> you know what show I did start. Because I've been wanting to watch it for years and I just never got around to it. I finally started The Sopranos. I knew you was going to say The Sopranos. The Sopranos. Okay, how far in are you? I just started. I'm like, going to start from the beginning too. Two. I am too then, y'all. Let's yeah. do it. Let's we really? can talk about oh, it. Yes. Yeah. I used to love watching them in The Therapist and The Kids. That's but... where I'm at now. He just started seeing The Therapist. Oh, Connie. That good? What? I mean, it got and me drawn in. I'm just talking about the therapist. Like, there are way better parts of the Sopranos than that. But you know, even that turns into something. But yes, okay, I'm, I'm excited. excited. Yeah, because yes. obviously I remember when it was coming on, but I just never. I, didn't I feel like I caught random Damn. episodes here and there, and unfortunately, I know how it ends. Yeah, because I remember when that came out. But I'm just gonna sit with it and try to binge it, which I'm excited because it's hella seasons, right? Did you ever watch The Godfather or any of the movies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love All The Godfather. Three. Yeah. It's All three, three, right? Yeah. yeah. I need to rewatch it as a pothead. The Godfather <laughs> is amazing. My mama loved that movie, which was crazy because we couldn't do shit else, but you let us, we, we watched The Godfather, you know really? what I'm saying? I'm surprised that like, was Why is The Godfather your, your favorite movie, girl? And, <laughs> and, but I can't go out this weekend, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, but remember when he woke up with that horse the head horse, in the damn yes, bed? I will never forget that. That made me realize that life can get serious sometimes. <laughs> At a very young age, I was like, okay, so this really ain't a game. Like, uh-uh. all right, okay. Uh, Leslie that. Jones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> yup, mm-hmm. Wait, what else are you watching? Because I need some stuff. I know Jade told me to start watching... Um, Jailbirds, because you know, she loves oh. a jail show. <laughs> you know, I saw them talk, leaning down in that toilet, talking, and I was like, "It's certain shit about jail. I just don't need to." No know. pun intended. Yeah, certain shit. <laughs> I just don't need to know. You know what I'm saying? I don't really want an inside look. I don't want to know what it's like. Fascinating, though. It's like they're engineers. <laughs> See, like they who are. sat here and figured out that if you tie t-shirts and put spoons. 
and then push it down. You can go all the way to like different floors and they pass notes. They pass bags <laughs> of chips. Dog, they pass all kinds of stuff. Commissary, love letters, you name it. Well, I was doing some research. No, you wasn't. You ran across the tweets and I know exactly what you are <laughs> talking about. You nasty ass. Look, I know exactly what wait, you are talking actually, about. Actually, I didn't run across Asante the tweets. Asante after dark. Here look, you go. <laughs> look, and, and actually, I didn't run across the tweets. Across, across, across the, the tweets. tweets. I was doing some research and mm-hmm. ran across the video. What video? They, there is a video. First of all, it is an Series. OnlyFans account full of videos. Are you familiar with OnlyFans? I know what it is. Okay. Yeah. So it is videos of people, of men in jail. Oh, okay. Like in jail, like the jail shoes. <laughs> Cause I was, that's what got me at first. But that's smart. Make your money. Yes, it's smart. It's just perplexing <laughs> like, because it's, it's perplexing. But look, and that's what I thought too. Like, you better make that commissary. Yeah, but it's perplexing it's because, expensive. you know, they have they cell phone, you know, <laughs> in the jail and they doing like the whole like recording and you hear like the people in like the main room. Like, you can hear people like, I guess, like out. it's a true experience. Imagine. Yeah, but people have been had cell phones because I, oh, yeah. there are people I mean, on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, with thriving social media People with Snapchat filters on their face and everything behind bars. It's just so crazy to me because in my mind, I'm thinking about watching 60 Days In and the people like in the main room and then they back here doing their OnlyFans video. 60 niggas in. (laughs) With a tattoo that says blessed. Yeah. On where? Oh, I don't know if this is the blessed ass cheeks person, but the account is called something blessed. Like it must be uh, the correlation is too uncanny. <laughs> there are a lot of things that happen. So how you get how you getting clapped in jail with blessed on your ass like pink, like you got on some Victoria's Secret pink sweat, <laughs> but it's a tattoo going across your ass to say blessed. I think that's cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder though how, you know why he how got does it? it split up like B L E S S S E D on the other. Maybe I think you gotta split e. the S's. <laughs> it won't be even, but so the crack goes in between, yeah. like so like you, those so puzzle you, necklaces. You blessed. You know why he got it? <laughs> you blessed. You know why he got it? Because <laughs> he knew his ass was going to hell. <laughs> Or because he knew his ass he was, was blessed. His ass was going to hell. He wanted a label. Okay. Oh <laughs> so they knew, uh-uh, send no. me back up, goddammit. Uh-uh. No. Yeah, wow. So they said, t- so basically finish your statement. They so was you behind did, the bars. So you were doing I was your doing research. my research. <laughs> and I seen that they, was, real, the they was really behind bars. It was very perplexing to watch. Like to see the... Was the video good? <laughs> you know what? For its standards, yes, because they were talking. They were, you know, very verbal and it wasn't like awful. <laughs> it was like, uh, they sound like they're enjoying this. Now, like, to me, right, <laughs> having to have, being in jail, it's awful. So I, so <laughs> like, like, I, not going to get me hired. You know what no. I mean? Mm-mm. I don't like, that's like a, that's a turn off for a lot like of a people. Worse night, it like, wasn't doing it for me, but it was just like, they sounded like they were enjoying it, which I was like, wow. Cause you know, I would think in jail, they would, it would, they were like, he was sounding like he enjoyed it. I was like, wow. Well, sex fun. <laughs> I mean, well, yes, but you know, some of them videos, they be sounding wrong or they be acting like Where they never did, did it before. this episode go? This Look, is what happens. Jail. Look, because, so I'm going to take it back. Look, jail sex, so on HBO's Oz, you know, oh my when Lord. they was behind bars, 
It didn't look pleasurable per se. Like it always looked like some shit was popping out. Adabisi. <laughs> Yo, like you see Adabisi coming, you running for real because you oh, really don't know what Lord. he's gonna do to you. And then we was talking about scat earlier. Do you remember that episode of Oz where somebody <laughs> chat on somebody? Okay, we have to stop here. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just this saying. This shit is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Oz was, Oz was a blessed. great show, though. I used to sneak and watch that. You snuck and watched How it? How old were we when Oz came out? Too little. Too little. <laughs> but I watched it. Oz Too was little. good. Mm-hmm. It was good. I always wonder how he kept the hat on. Right. At a BC. Right. <laughs> and it was like leaning. Like, you got some bobby pants on your hair, but you ain't got no hair. <laughs> and the first time I saw old boy in another role, um, walking on two feet and not in that yes. wheelchair, I was like... <gasps> Oh, didn't y'all say he's in something he's now? He's in Star. He was. Star. Yeah, he was. The show y'all got canceled. <laughs> that y'all jinxed. <laughs> I just got upset all over again. And I still, Lee Daniels, I'm waiting on my phone to ring. I'm still I'm still mad. And we, still we gonna, trying to we gonna talk me. about it. Shout out to I'm Gigi. hold your blessed ass to the fire. No, no. <laughs> on that note, that's it for this week's Very Random. Very Random. Very Free. Hot Button Issue. You ready? MAC Powder Kiss Lipstick is the moisture matte lipstick of your dreams. It's matte reinvented. MAC's new matte formula feels weightless, instantly hydrates, and doesn't dry out your lips, which is so important because you do not want to be looking like Pookie off New Jack City. It was originally developed as a backstage trend for a soft matte look, so it's backstage tested and artist approved. Many other matte lipsticks are drying, but the Powder Kiss lipstick is where matte meets moisture. The velvety soft matte colors glide on effortlessly, providing instant long-term hydration that doesn't dry out your lips, so you get the zero shine look of a matte lipstick with the lightweight feel of a balm in Gilead. The Powder Kiss lipstick comes in 24 gorgeous colors with a wide range of pinks, nudes, reds, and plums to complement any skin tone. The weightless, cushiony texture of the Powder Kiss lipstick is the perfect way to amplify your look this spring. Let me tell you something about MAC lipstick. My mom and my sisters have worn this for years. I can remember way, way back in the day when they researched in these magazines uh, Russian red lipstick by MAC. And they went and drove like 45 miles to this mall to go get it. This was like years ago. So my family has been, had a longstanding relationship with MAC's lipstick. And they ain't had no crusty lips. So I believe in this product. Get into a totally new lip experience with the Powder Kiss Lipstick. Head to your nearest MAC location to meet your MAC today, or you can shop at maccosmetics.com. What is you ready to jump into the wellness segment? Mm-hmm. Bring in it. the wind chimes. <laughs> so when you guys are on vacation, or I don't know, when's the last time you went on vacation? November. Oh, no, St. Lucia. Yes. Did you guys use sunscreen? Tell the truth. No. You on the beach. Oh, actually, yes. Somebody did have sunscreen. Yes. I kept spraying not on. somebody did have sunscreen. Yes, I but did. that's not your wave to like really take care of your skin and put it on. When I was in Miami, I put on sunscreen, but normally I don't be. I always forget. Like, oh, I need to pack some sunscreen, but I do have a bottle of some uh, Black Girl sunscreen that we got a long time ago. Yeah, I have that. Oh, that's what we doing. Yeah, oh, no, that was perfect segue. Perfect. It's just a beautiful bottle. You know, it's all black and gold. It looks is. real regal and shit. So, do you use it, Justin? Yes. Well, I use sunscreen whenever I'm going to be in the sun for like a long time. 
So actually I did shout out to um, the AIDS walk, New York. I was out there this Sunday for that. And I put a little bit on my arms. My legs was covered up, but I put a little <laughs> bit on my forearms and my face. Cause I was going to be out in the sun like that. And so, it was super hot. Yeah, it was like 80 sunscreen. degrees that day. Yeah. I think. Walk around looking like a, 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 a old ass Dooney and Burke <laughs> in the face. Cause you ain't never used no sunscreen. No, Which sunscreen. one do you use? Do you know the SPF? Name? Oh no, I don't. I, you, know, you grab whatever's yeah, in the house. Banana <laughs> like, oh, banana like, boat. What's the best? What's the, the best high SPF? They're born for babies. <laughs> you get the real high one. <laughs> yeah. Should I always go high when I'm getting SPF? I mean, I personally use 30 and up. Yeah. Just because I've, I've been the one that's like, I don't want, you know, I want to be brown. So I'll mm. get like 15. <laughs> the one that's like two um but obviously my skin suffers for it so i definitely get 30 35 that's usually the range i stay in but um like asante said black girl sunscreen sent us a huge box that we <laughs> ripped open and i was so excited about because i never heard of it and i thought that was a pretty cool name um, I tweeted about it and people were like yes that's the one that i use they were saying yes. that it's like their favorite my favorite part about it, obviously, I haven't had the chance because I haven't really been in the sun like that mm -hmm. to really, really, really test it out, is that it doesn't leave a white cast. Thank the Lord. Which for us, especially us, you know, having melanin can be pretty tricky when you're using it because it's definitely... Oh, you ashy. Like, no, yeah. I'm not. It's the sunscreen. And it gives you that tint in. in your face. It just mm -hmm. never rubs in. And then it starts melting. and Look all milky and nasty. Yeah, and it looks mm -hmm. milky in your face. So... I love the black girl sunscreen. Obviously, that was their aim for it to give you a tint. And obviously, it still does what it's supposed to do in protecting Work your skin. <laughs> but I love it. So I definitely wanted to tell people about it. Those of you who have not used it, who have not heard of it, you can just... Actually, it's available at Target now. Oh. Hey, I can get out the Target. You can go get it at Target. I was looking and I saw that it's... Now, I did see it on Target Online, so I can't fully confirm if it's in stores, hey. but it's definitely on Target Online. And, of course, they have their own website, which is blackgirlsunscreen.com. Um, I'm on their website right now. You can get, and it's SPF 30. It says it's sunscreen made by women of color for people of color because we get sunburned too. What I love is that it's cruelty-free. It's natural. It's vegan. They say they've created a sunscreen for everyday use. So I know a lot of people don't think to put sunscreen just to walk outside, but mm -hmm. it is very mm -hmm. important. Very necessary. Because <laughs> you don't want to get sunspots as you get older. Right. Um, we've worked to create a product filled with natural ingredients. Hey, hey. Uh, that will protect your skin from the sun. And it also doubles as a moisturizing lotion. I will say it was very moisturizing because mm -hmm. a lot of times you feel like it doesn't really seep into your skin. Right. It kind of like sits at the top. Right. But this one definitely penetrates. It dries completely clear. So it's Thank perfect you. to use before any outdoor activity. Or for those of you who wear makeup, it's perfect for your makeup products, which I think yeah. is a big deal. So that, <laughs> I love it because it has avocado in it. And that's an oil that I use on my skin a lot, especially in the uh, warmer temps. So that's, it reduces, it's known to reduce the signs of aging and it treats sunburn. So I love that it's already in there. It has vitamin E. We already know how that works for our skin. Um, I'm trying to see what else it has. Jojoba, cacao, carrot juice, sunflower. Cacao, cacao. <laughs> sunflower oil. <laughs> So it's loaded with really, really great nutrient-heavy 
ingredients. So that's one I wanted to tell you about. Now, I know y'all are going to yell at me because it's probably going to sell out. So here's the second <laughs> option. Um, super goop. Have you ever heard of it? Because she's a super goop. Super and look how goop, they sell the tub. Oh, like, it's Bye. cute. Yeah. <laughs> this one's SPF 50. Nah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's water resistant, which is another good one, too. Because, you know, when you get in the beach and you come out and that's just, just like dripping down yes. your face. Um, so it's perfect for everyday use on the face and body, which I love. It's uh, fast absorbing. It's lightweight, ultra moisturizing. Now, this one I have used mm-hmm. the black girl sunscreen. Like I said, I tried it on my arm just to see the the consistency and to check out if the white casts. You know, they're saying it wasn't there to make sure it wasn't. Make sure you weren't gonna be looking like Sammy Sosa <laughs> once you put it on. <laughs> Oh my God. But this one I have used. It is amazing. I love that they sell a large tub in case you want to just grab it for the entire summer. Um, You can apply it to your face. That's the thing, too. My face is really sensitive. Uh So I've been able to use sunscreens on my body and then something about my face that always just does not work out. I end up breaking out or having some kind of like allergic reaction. With this one, I haven't had any issues. Um, it has sunflower extract, rosemary leaf extract, so it's packed with really powerful ingredients. I just love that these are natural alternatives to sunscreen. Sometimes you assume you need all those chemicals. Obviously, you need certain chemicals, mm. but I love that it's power packed as well. And it's good for kids. Mm. It's kid friendly as well. Um, so that's super goop. And then lastly, because <laughs> I recently... For Maya's birthday, I posted pictures of us on my IG stories. And yes, they one were of the so pictures, cute. And she's so cute. One of the pictures I posted was of my tan. Remember when I was yes, like super when you mocha? Was a black woman. Yes. <laughs> For you like get that a week. Tan. <laughs> and people were like, yo, you got to remind us what, what your tanning uh, recipe was. I'm like, you know what? I'll bring that back, especially because today I was already planning on talking about sunscreen. So here is how it works. Do not, you know how when you go to the beach, and this is obviously for those of you who are going to lay out and swim, that's when I get my best tan. You know, when you go to the beach, you kind of like apply it. Yes. You know how you apply you, it. You lather it all yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> Slap it on off. You're supposed to, but some people really don't. They just put it like a little, they put that oh, line no. down their nose, put it like under their like eyes, on their cheeks. Yeah. That's so crazy because the sun going to hit everything. You gotta but I've seen how people apply it. They just are very liberal with it. So the thing is, I apply it from head to toe same. as if it were lotion. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about the same way see, you apply your cream. That's the thing a lot of people don't lotion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have that reflex. It's right. <laughs> mm. But I apply it as if it were lotion. I'm talking about thick layers of it, especially that these don't leave cast so you don't have to feel weird about how you look. But be, to be honest, I would be on the beach with white skin and it was like, oh, well. Right. I'd rather look like that now. Yeah, I'd rather look like that on the beach it's than peeling. to be peeling and hurting and then you lay down and you can't even sleep right because your back hurts and the skin hurts. Looking and, like a lobster. <laughs> and then you got to put aloe so you're burnt mm-hmm. and oily looking. Ooh, mm-hmm. Don't want to play that. aloe vera gel be smelling so good. <laughs> So the trick is, please apply it the same way you would put lotion. Lay out. Also be mindful of how long you're laying out. I used to be that person that would lay out all day. 
if you're going to lay out all day, remember that you have to reapply. reapply. <laughs> you mm-hmm. cannot sit there from reapply. nine in the morning until three or four or five when the sun's going down and think that that one application is going to last you that whole time, especially if you went in the water. Duh. Reapply it. Actually, reapply it a couple of times if you're out there long. Now that I'm older and I am more concerned with my skin health, mm-hmm. I try not to lay out more than like three hours at a time. Yeah. I'm like, that's baked enough. <laughs> you know, I feel like a, a piece of chicken out on the okay. beach. That's enough baking. And I do a good two, three hours. I make sure I get my swim on, come back out. Drink, get hydrated. Tons of water. Yeah. That's equally as important. I think that's something that people forget. They lay on the beach drinking beer, which is fine, yeah. or your liquor, just but make sure you give a little bit of water hydration internally as well. So that oh, is great. definitely a big tip. And then when you go back to your hotel room, take a cold shower so that your skin can cool off. Mm-hmm. That's a huge one for my skin. It always helps so that there's no burning. It helps kind of like refresh the skin. And yeah, then draw I put, you up. <laughs> It draw your draw your right draw your right up every soon as you do it. I was you're looking good when you get out right there. Why draw you up? <laughs> and then you know how when you come out the shower, you really see how dark you yes. are. You're like, oh shit! Yeah. And you put on your white outfit. Yes, ready to roll. Coming downstairs like, hey, y'all ready? <laughs> With your hair wet, looking so cute. Ooh, yep. I need a tan, boy. So okay, so after that, here's a part where you're gonna have to experiment and be the scientist because it works differently for different different skin types some people's skin is really dry some people's skin is oily depending if you're normal even whatever it is some people put the oil first and then the moisturizer they i was reading and it says that if your skin i think if your skin's oily you might want to put the oil first and then the moisturizer Okay. If we have any estheticians or dermatologists or skincare Even a stale. experts. <laughs> Estheticians, <stale>, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I would love for you guys to jump in with your expertise. Um, but this is a part where I have told people to try it because I had to try it both ways to see which one my skin responded to best. What agreed with you, yeah. What agreed with me because it's going to be different. What I agreed with me is putting the oil first. Mm-hmm. I kind of needed my skin to absorb that first i didn't want to create any barrier for it and then i put the moisturizer the oil that i use is by a cure mm-hmm. it's called um it's what is it argan oil the moroccan mm-hmm. argan oil mm-hmm. really argan nice oil. subtle nutty smell but it's nothing too thick mm-hmm. or like overpowering um i put that all over like a thick layer your skin needs it think of you just sat there and fried it yeah put it all it's really pretty because you look all tan and like Because you really are baking glowy. like a chicken. Glow, you're really glowing. Super glowy. And then you put the moisturizer just for that extra boost of hydration because you're going to need that as much as possible. Especially uh, the heels of your foot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for the moisturizer, my personal fave when I'm on vacation is called the Honey Butter by Josie Marin. I never know if her name is Moran or Marin. It's M A R A N. I always say Marin, I know you're about but you know because mm-hmm. you see a Sephora. That's she a nice has... name for a boy or a girl. Marin. Marin. Mm-hmm. That is pretty. That is Marin. So I don't know if it's Marin or Moran, but you nah, know if it's who Moran, it is. It's all Josie. Bets are off. <laughs> 
<laughs> or if it's Marin, that's dope. Marin, Marin. <laughs> so it's, she has a, a cream, a moisturizer. It's called Honey Butter. Oh, it's so good. Mm. The smell, actually, I'm going to bring it in next week because y'all have to smell it. It is heaven. It's actually, I will say, one of the things that makes it problematic is that it's so good. It's never at Sephora. Damn. Never. I've never been able to buy it at Sephora. You got to go back to Sephora. I don't really, because I get all my stuff online. Because all the stuff I like is always sold out. Like the Tata Harper, the Josie Marin creams i love her argonaut and the honey butter crystal was telling me about that facial yes her and gordy were telling me that. we should go check it out yeah. even though i'm scared of like i need like a hey you could just watch them do it to me i'll take the face because if they do an extraction and leave my face looking crazy i'm gonna be mad see they better not do that to me <laughs> i can't walk in there looking all right and then leave looking like Beat damn up. why did you go in there like what the fuck <laughs> but I want you to try that. So try the Moroccan oil, the Acure. It's A-C-U-R-E. I've mentioned it before. I posted it on IG years ago. It's been on my YouTube channel. So I'm sure if you followed me, you already know about it. Right. So use that first. Me, and Kim. then the Honey Butter by Josie. Or use the Honey Butter first and then seal it with the Acure Moroccan oil. Try both ways. See which one gives you the best results. So when you wake up in the morning, look at your skin and be like, yes, this is the combination that works for me. You'll have to be the scientist for that one. And that's it. That's literally all it is. And you guys saw in the picture that it's on my IG that I posted with my, I think it was like her fifth year anniversary party where I went to L.A. And I was super mocha. You had on that cute little. um, The yellow sweater. The the yellow crop sweater. (laughs) Yeah. And I the beauty of the tan was because I had applied the sunscreen so perfectly, mm-hmm. the tan was even. Like I had no discoloration, no spots, nothing. I had no peeling. Your tan whatsoever. lasted a long time too. It was you. like months. Yeah. Beautiful yes. tan. Like that's what let me know I had really mastered the yes. art of tanning. And ever since I've done that mixture since so do not be afraid of sunscreen you guys it's healthy as you need it i know a lot of us for a long time especially me i never use sunscreen i would just lay out on the beach because i assume like i'm black i don't really need mm-hmm. it like that yeah no yeah, tear your ass up <laughs> I, that tan was so good i thought friend had a uh, like a little you know how you go to the auto show and the cars be on them rotating platforms i thought she had pulled one of them motherfuckers out to the beach <laughs> and just laid there stood there and spun around you know what I'm saying? that's how even her tan it was, was, it was a gorgeous. beautiful tan my back was even you know how sometimes yes. because you lay depending on mm-hmm. how you lay it just won't mm-hmm. the color won't be the same in the back back be looking beautiful. like stained glass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that's the recipe. <laughs> the The sunscreen that I have used in those occasions, or I should say in that picture that you guys were talking about that I posted yesterday, that was Badger. Mm-hmm. B-A-D-G-E-R. They have a sports one. They have a lavender one. It's all natural ingredients as well. It's actually my favorite. The only thing with Badger is that it does leave a white cast. Even though I did go on their Instagram and it seems like they've updated their formula um, recently to make sure that it doesn't leave a white cast. I haven't tested it. I haven't tried out the new formula, but I did see people in the comments thanking them for keeping that in mind. So you're in luck if you've never bought Badger because you're going to get this new formula. So you have Badger as an option. You have Super Goop, S-U-P-E-R-G-O-O-P, and you have Black Girl Sunscreen. You can find all three on Amazon if you need to get it ASAP because I know a lot of you will be 
probably on the beach or something for Memorial Day. So I'm helping you out before you have the cookouts and the barbecues. So that's it. That's it for this week's uh, wellness segment. Take care of your skin so we can stay youthful and beautiful for as long as we can. That's right. And thank you, Fran. Yeah. Black girl sunscreen. (laughs) Sante, what you got for us with the music, man? Welcome to the Music Man segment. Yeah. (laughs) Music Man segment. Dustin is shimmying or shaking his chest like T.S. Madison. I'm not really sure which one. (laughs) So much has happened this week in music, but so much happens every week in music. And so much happens every week in life. With that said, on Twitter, there was a trending topic that was called First Cartoon Crush. And it made me wonder... First cartoon crush. Right. Okay, well, let's answer that first, and then we'll get to my actual question. Do you know who your first cartoon crush was? I, I wasn't really no a cartoon. Like <laughs> a lot of people were posting Jessica Rabbit under this thread, and I was like, damn, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about it like that yeah, when I was watching. Yeah, watching cartoons Who's thinking about Roger Rabbit? Sexy and crushing, and what kind of fucking shit is this? What? People no are goddamn, obsessed. I ain't into that kind of shit. No, I ain't no, no judgment, you know, but I ain't no furry or whatever the fuck that Those two it. things are not synonymous. I'm not for here Don't for, they be in cartoon costumes? I'm not here for either one, but those two things don't always go together. Cartoons is for kids. So I, I, I ain't have no cartoon I'm crush. I don't know what the fuck that is. Just, what the fuck? And he goes, <laughs> right. no judgment. Right, exactly. Like, well, uh-uh. <laughs> N A. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, you know I have to be honest. I was not a kid that watched cartoons. Loved them. I really wasn't. I was always. I think Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I did enjoy Tom and Jerry. And um, what is it, Tweety Bird? Mm-hmm. Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. The classic. The big ass chicken, foghorn, leghorn, <laughs> used to be cussing everybody I said, out. I yeah. Said. Boy. <laughs> yeah boy. <laughs> Yeah. That's really it. And Elmer Fudd. And wasn't nothing sexy about none of that. <laughs> so I want to know who the motherfucker is <laughs> that wanted to know if we had cartoon crushes. And I hope you cussed them out. Don't be letting them ask you no shit like that. You tell them, listen, I grew no up with a strong me, mother. He's just going to keep going. Oh, that, so how did where did the question come from? <laughs> it was a Twitter question that was not asked. Oh, to you me. just saw it. Yes. I was looking at oh, the trending see, topics. I thought they had disrespected you no, by did. kicking it to you like, Asante, who was your cartoon crush? It did not happen. No one added me. Say, Wait, that. but who was your cartoon crush? Oh, well, when I read it, I didn't think to myself, oh, yeah, I did. Like, I just was like, oh, let me, I have a good spin on this. And I was going to ask that. But since you had stopped for a second, I was like, well, let me see who the cartoon crushes were. But then you didn't watch cartoons. So it was like, Bruh. I mean, Jessica Rabbit obviously was like bomb. But I didn't have a crush. I just wanted that dress. Right. And, the, and that was the thing. The picture that, <laughs> that came dress up. dress was bomb. That was the first thing I saw, like a bunch of the Jessica Rabbits when they did the Who Framed Roger Rabbit movie and she was out there on stage. And I was like, oh, you know what? I guess she did look good. But I never thought to myself like, oh, 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 oh like Jessica. Like even watching Sailor Moon and they had them short ass skirts on them high boots. I never thought, ooh, you know, Luna, they doing some things over there. Like, it was I like never, a uniform. Right. Yeah, but it's still kind you know of what a I mean? slutty uniform. It's still like, girl, why you got why don't things so short? But to me, I never processed it like that anyway. It was kind of like just magical. It's a cartoon, yeah. But as far as a cartoon crush, um, my first one, I can't even put a date on this. I, I have no idea. You know what? I did like Brock for a while from uh Pokemon because I thought he was black for a bit, but then he was a Brock? complete idiot. Yeah, so there was Ash Ketchum, the main character. Then there was Misty. Well, then there was Brock. Then there was Misty. But Brock was the leader of the first gym he had to go through. And then Misty was the second one. I have to Google it. 
Brock don't look cute. I just thought he was black. I was like, oh, there's a, a nigga on here. But then he's like Hawaiian or something. I was like, oh, he's not a nigga. So <laughs> it wasn't like my real crush. But I was I'm going to like, say oh, cool. Goku. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> come on now. He's going to get them Dragon Balls for you. Make some wishes now. <laughs> not Dragon Ball. I'll say Sita from Sita's World. <laughs> yes. And she could dance her ass off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Watch y'all both do the dance at the same time. See that. See this word. Legend. Oh, I am Jesus. legend. So it actually made me think about my first musical crush. Mm, like, how are we talking? Do you remember being like younger and hearing a song and then being like, damn. What, and this is like a musical crush. You were more so in love with the song than the person. Oh, oh okay. Never mind. This is a <laughs> Woo, can like, keep that to listen, myself. We yeah. Well, yeah, because I ain't want to put out the other one. Unless y'all want to do that one. Unless you want to say who we your can. crush. Cr- well, yeah. So, so who is your crush? Crush then? Crush, crush. My first real crush. Where I was like, I that is the most beautiful person I've ever seen was Bryce Wilson from Groove Theory. Yes. <laughs> Manifestation. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first. Um, you know who I have posters of? I know I've said it before on the show. <laughs> genuine. Yes, genuine. I mean, that genuine. That was a sex symbol. Yes. yes, that was a time. And I did. I, who else? And he could dance. <laughs> and the 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 um the kid from that baseball movie. Baseball movie. With like all the little boys. Rosie um O'Donnell. <laughs> what you say? Wasn't she in a At baseball the fact movie? That he said Rosie, um <laughs> I just thought about a league of their own. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Holy shit. Baseball like, movie. I had posters of Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> in that baseball uniform. <laughs> Holding the bat. <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> We're just hanging around. No, you know? y'all don't know what I'm talking about. It was a baseball movie. Baseball mo- a- oh, um, the Sandlot. The Sandlot. The Sandlot. Do you remember the I boy from the really Sandlot? Knew. I, re- I love the not- Sandlot. Yes, but I can't remember his name. <laughs> but I know on. what you're talking about. I imagine you really knew that one, but yeah. you went with the Rosie O'Donnell because he had to do he- it to me. Oh. He said, "Rosie." <laughs> 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 Ooh. Play ball. Okay. This dude, hold on. Lord Jesus. This one, the tall one with the hat, mm-hmm. the blue hat. You don't remember he him? He did music? No, he was in no, the movie. No, he was just in the movie. Oh. <laughs> I was talking about the posters Baseball. on my wall. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> but it's not random. Bryce Wilson, Elgin Lumpkin, and him. And, and, and <laughs> nigga, yeah. <laughs> Look, well, since we, if we're not going to talk about musical crushes, I used to have a really big crush on, I don't even know the actor's name, but he played in that basketball movie, uh, Sunset Park, and he had big hair. He was Dominican as fuck, or Puerto Rican maybe. And then later on, let me look this up, because he was just, to me, so cute, and I think it's because he had all that damn hair. I want, do you mean, um? oh my God, it's at the tip of my tongue. Show enough from The Last Dragon. <laughs> Oh, and while you playing, First Crush probably would have gone to Ty Mock. Okay, because that was my movie growing up. I told you he, well, I won't say where he runs. I know where right. I know this story. <laughs> I don't put him on black. But I ran past him and I did the whole look back and everything. I was like, God damn. Still standing. That's a good looking man. Still standing. 
Look, okay. he come out. He come out every year for Comic Con because people are always asking oh, about his ass. Yeah. He always selling videos and signing autographs and pictures and t-shirts. He looks great. Like he looks young, and I know he must be super old because he was already like older in that movie. Wasn't Way he? older, yeah. We were little. Shout out to Vanity, rest in peace. Shout out to Vanity. Yes, I found a place. Finally you know, found I wanted to be her. Like, Vanity was the. I shit. wanted to be her so badly when I was little. I was like, the oh my god, of just sex appeal, Swag. prowess, like all that shit. Yeah. beautiful, just just chilling. fresh. Ooh. Vanity was the shit. Yeah, <sighs> and nasty me. girl is a classic. Rings bells around the world. I don't care. (laughs) Did you find him? No, I can't think of his name. All the black people on the the movie came up, but he was on one of the opposing teams. And the only pictures that come up are with the whole black team and the teacher. (laughs) I gotta find it. And that's not gonna help because I don't want to show Dustin this picture. This teacher is taking me out. (laughs) I used to have a crush. Look at her. Yeah. (laughs) He said, "Yeah." I used to have a crush on Kelly Rowland. Really? Yeah. And so I had a crush. Kelly. I don't give a fuck. I had a crush on Chico DeBarge and I know guarantees <laughs> video with him and Joe stirring up them feelings. I sure did. I didn't tell nobody, but I did. There's somebody. Got a one room apartment. In a little bitty space. In a little bitty space. Isn't much but keeps the raindrops on my pretty baby's face. <laughs> Just getting by. In, in the money spent. Don't even know how I'm going to pay the monthly rent. <laughs> <laughs> Not Dustin Lusting after Chico tomorrow. I was like, dang, supposed to be hard. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember thinking like, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But he was talking about being <laughs> sending her letters from jail. We I were know. lusting over him. We were mad young. You too. know who I was lusting over? Who? I don't even know if it was every member. It was just I liked the song so damn much. But 112, when I heard Cupid oh for the God. first time. Legendary. Like, when I heard Cupid for the very first time, I don't know what it was. But I was like, I think I love these niggas. Oh. I was probably seven or eight years old. So but it was the like, music, what? not them. Yeah, that's what I was like. I don't know if it was all the members. No, It was yeah. just something about that song, the way they were singing it. That was really hit. You know, Slim you was really hitting them notes. Soul. Yes. I felt the same way. Y'all remember I Swear by All For One? I swear that by the moon and the stars in the sky. And I swear, I swear, turn the shadows. I don't even remember the words. That's when you hit that eighth grade slow dance. (laughs) Side to side, you know? They were awesome to me. That was when the box where you would order videos on TV. I used to order their song all the time. It was like, $1.99, $2.99. $199, but that song, I can't even tell you what they look like. I don't know if I yeah, remember. I don't remember what they look like either. But that song was something. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like I could play that now and get emotional. Same with um Jagged Edge, gotta be. Oh, oh. my god, I bust in tears Catalog. right here, right now. That I love is Jagged Edge forever. That record, they was the first Claremont Catalog. twins. I gotta be the one uh, for real. Know. They was the first Claremont twins. <laughs> I don't care what nobody said. <laughs> Jagged Edge was the first clip. Wingo was so random. Damn, what was the other one's name? Was it Wingo and... I was about to say Wingo wow. and Ringo. Are uh, they part of Cisco now? I mean Cisco. No, they absorbed... Um, oh, no. Uh, uh, player. Player. <laughs> yeah. Jagged Edge did? Uh, no, uh, Drew Hill did. Drew but Hill I thought and, the two brothers from Jagged confusing. Edge is somewhere else. Huh? I am confusing. Drew Hill and Player have Merged. combined. 
because one of the members of Player passed away. Yes. Static. So they're a super group now. Yes. And oh. Everybody from Drew Hill is still there. What's the no. name of it? I feel like somebody I think they left. going on tour is Drew Hill. Like, cause they they sing in there. I don't actually remember the I details. I feel like Nokio was it Nokio. Mm-hmm. He's not in it no more. At least I didn't see him in I it. Ain't no Drew Hill without. without <laughs> no. Everybody everybody knows the expendable <laughs> one was Woody. You gotta that have Cisco. So you gotta mean. have. Let's talk. We speak in facts. No. Let's talk Cisco. Let's talk Nokio. And you know, Jazz had them pipes. <laughs> Jazz had a song on the Nutty Professor Two soundtrack. Uh, um. I can't even remember the name of it, but I think it was called Takeaway or something like that. It was the shit. And he had the choreography. I always think yeah, of him with hit. the jump. Yeah. <laughs> that, and he choreographed, what was that Kelly Price video when, for, uh, when she had on the blue leather jumpsuit and they was, she was doing all that choreo? Jazz had did that choreography. You was a friend of mine. With her and Whitney Houston and Faith or whatever, and she was dancing. <laughs> Jazz did that choreography. I'm just uh, he didn't so, do that choreography. <laughs> yeah. So I found he this. He didn't do that? I found this article from Vibe. I really believed you. <laughs> I found this article from Vibe back in 2018 of August. Mm-hmm. Or August of 2018, rather. And it says, Drew Hill adds R&B veterans player to group. Announce new album exclusive. Wow. <laughs> Give I me mean, a break. What's well, the first line I'm going to listen because they're great artists and may they thrive forever. And I loved Player. Me too. Cheers to you is one of my favorite Classic. songs. Classic. Cheers to you hey. for giving me a chance. I'll be your angel. I want to be your man. Ooh, such a simple record too. Like there's not much to it. Okay, so since we're talking about back then and crushes, I guess my first white crush I did not know was... Ooh, a white crush. Uh, John B, because I did not know he was white. Okay. But I didn't know. <laughs> like, I knew he... Because, you know, the way he was singing, I heard the song. I was like, is this... John? And he had a taper. So <laughs> you right, was like, I, was like I'm, I am confused. Are you Puerto Rican or something? I have never seen this. Um, you got your hair cut. You're singing. <laughs> like, what is going on? Is you? John B. Is you, is you, can your mama cook? Uh, can't your mama cook? <laughs> And because you just said another way to figure it out. Because you just said Nutty Professor, uh also want to throw an honorable mention to Zane, Lil Zane. I thought you were talking about the He books. was a crush? Yeah. That's so a lot cool. of people like Lil Zane. Loved Lil Zane. Oh, that's really cool. And Lil Zane. <laughs> Say my name. That's really cool. I used cute. to love that song, Calling Me. I'm trying to think who my white crush. I don't know if I had a white crush in music. Snow. Snow and fall. I like it more. Yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> um, no, Snow. I mean, shout out to Snow. I used to have a crush on Patra too. Real talk. Ooh, yes. yep. pull up to my yep. bumper, baby. In long black limousine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to love Patra. Pull up, pull on that, up. On them ninja bikes and shit. Yeah. Patra was the shit. Romance. I need a romantic call. I'm talking to my baby. Daddy, all day. I'm on a romantic call. Me and my brother used to be like looking like them emojis with them wide eyes, watching them Patra videos. Like, damn. With them braids and them booty shorts. Patra had the low key. Where is that braider at? Right. Them braids is back. <laughs> so, and that's like riding a bike. You never forget how to do it. So, where is Patrick's braider? Patrick's braider, stand up and, and let the people know they're where on, you are. They're on the cruise with Pierre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the bag, okay? Yes. Shit. <laughs> I'm dead. All right, well, that was just a little fun segment, a little something <laughs> fun, you know, really break the ice, mm-hmm. okay? Now we can just get into our listens lately. 
Ooh, now, so money. I'm going to go on ahead and just say there are a lot of new hot things that have come out, uh, starting with Real High Girl Shit. Uh, Megan The Stallion, she dropped what Fever. What a project. Um, Fever is amazing, forwards, backwards, on shuffle. Um, there's just no complaints over here. It's very rare that I have an artist that I'm fucking with so heavy and I'm, lo- I'm loving everything that they're doing. And uh, Megan, she's just doing it. I have no complaints. I'm very satisfied. There's been nothing but music and freestyles and visuals. She's addressed the haters at a few points in times, but nothing annoyingly or overkill. So shout out to Megan. Shout out to the high girl. More great shit for you. I can't wait for the album to come so you can show us what you're really made of. I love the fact that you only had two features on here and they were both very strong and very perfect. The baby was an even match, a perfect match, and he's brand new and fresh, too. Didn't nobody took away from anybody's shine. Y'all compliment each other very much. And Juicy J delivered, delivered, (laughs) delivered, delivered. And I'm so happy. Simon says, do it again. I love it. That's all I have to say. Um, Also listen to Igor, um, Tyler, the creator. He dropped that new cool sounds on there. I'm really fucking with Um, really funky, really psychedelic, Um, a little alternative, all sorts of cool shit. There's something for everybody on there, but I I love the cover art so much. Have you seen the video? I saw clips of it because Tracy Ellis yes. Ross is in it. Please so watch she it. she posted it on her IG. Please watch it. It's a really, really dope video. Like, she does a great job. And Tyler, the creator, he's really, you know, he's a little crazy, but I fuck <laughs> with it. I'm, I'm here for Wolfgang. So, yeah, that's it for me. Nothing to play for you guys. So, what have you been listening to lately, friend? Um, There's actually an artist that you put me on to, Amalu. Yes. Who I been a fan of but for some reason that tried up record tried up, tried up, I don't know what it, you know how you songs gotta watch come the visual back around with that. yeah I have yes. I'm a huge fan of hers and it just came back around I don't know maybe you know when you let your Spotify play and it like kind of plays songs that are similar to the one you're listening mm-hmm. to like it creates its own playlist I think maybe that's how it came back around it could be better it could, it could be, be better no, 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 it no. could be I just love the tone of her voice too but no, it's no, also no, just no, a, no, a no, cool no. song because it doesn't sound like anything that's yes. out right now you which, about to play that? yeah I'm well, about I'm to play it now song. Go ahead. so this is Amalu it's spelled A-M-A-L-O-U and the song is called Tried Up send it forward I got you Pretty important I had you Will you make sure I loved it? <laughs> if you would die Cause it seems like I could be it all Do you trip when you hear it all? I'm burning blood when you feel it all, yeah It could be better I wouldn't even know Try to cut my bluff when you had your last go And I came for it Say you make my last show I could call but you get to hang up Uh, Try up, try up, try for me Oh. 
The tone of her voice is awesome. The video was cool because she has like a really cool look, sort of like androgynous. Her style, her hair. Your hair kind of like that today. Ah, you see me. Yes. The Amalu inspo today. So that's kind of what I've had on repeat. And then, of course, um, I've been listening to Igor. I can't can't really pick a fave. Um, Fever, I've been listening to in the gym. Mm -hmm. I told John I was on the bike. <laughs> zoned out <laughs> and then I look up and the trainer was across like okay <laughs> what you listening to Megan put you in the zone now man what's the song on Igor with Solange um, singing the bridge is oh, it I don't uh, know which one, yeah which I've, one I've literally been playing it on uh, my Sonos like on repeat and shuffle and all that oh and um, Duckworth oh I haven't listened yet the Duckworth album is called The Falling Man it dropped on the 17th. <clears throat> he has a song called Maya's been playing it. Every time I talk to her, she has it in the background. So it's like her obsession. <laughs> so it's the one. Yeah, so it kind of spilled over to me, but it's called Love is Like a Mosh Pit. Have you heard it? No. Dope, right? Hell yeah. That one, and then my personal fave is Fallback. The production. If you would have told me my girl was on there, I would have listened a while ago. I, Rico, Rico Nasty. Oh, yeah. And Keanu Lebe like on the other pit. track, Nobody Falls. The so project is really it. dope. And I love that he can go between singing and rapping and doing like the rap talk. So his flow is dope. So that's Das. You hear me? Das. Das Duckworth. Das Duckworth. If you've never heard of him, he spells it D U C K W R T H. There's no O. And that's it. Well, what the song I like you? on Igor is called I Think. 
Solange, I just looked it up, and Solange contributed vocals on three different songs. Mm-hmm. But the song called "I Think" it's number three on the uh, the album. Okay, it's all of that. Okay, okay. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that you're listening to Igor. Right? Hey, listen, I had to press play. <laughs> the cover art was so dope to me. I was like, okay, let me just give it a shot because I'm not the biggest like Tyler the Creator fan. Mm-hmm. I could kind of take it or leave it if I'm being yeah. honest. But this is good music to me. Mm-hmm. Um. So, fun fact this week, 21 years ago, The Boy Is Mine came out. The Boy Is Mine. By Brandy and Monica. So, The Boy Is Mine can drink, y'all. Wow. (laughs) Yes. Every time these stats are released, it like blows. Right? Makes you think about that skirt that Monica had on. (laughs) Yes, them looks. Yep, the hair. What a video. That like the blue and white. No, blue and like lavender or something. Was it orange? Remember they had, yeah, uh, was it yellow that Brandy had on? It's just I just remember the blue and like light blue. They used to make Monica cover her tattoos up. Oh, yeah, and that's why she used to wear those armbands and stuff. But um, wow, yeah. So that came out 21 years ago, and since we're talking about old shit, as far as listening lately goes, for me, um, there's a song that keeps coming up in commercials that I just is it um, the water cooler commercial. No, oh. um, but this song keeps coming up in commercials. I love it. Um, it's by Super Tramp and it's called Give a Little Bit. And it goes a little something like this. Give a little bit. Give a little bit of your love to me. So, yeah, that's just a classic song that I absolutely love. Um, it's been floating around in my atmosphere. I love that. I Amen. love Super Tramp. That was I love so that song. random. Yeah. <laughs> Give a little bit. Give a little Damn bit. Damn it. There's so much that we need. Can you imagine if Yanla sang that? Give a little hey, bit. While she's on tour. Give a little bit of love to me. <laughs> Give a little bit. Uh, you give a little wrong. bit. Oh, no, I love on. that song. It's a classic. And that's it for my listens lately this week. Well, then that means it's that's it for the Music Man segment. Long day at work. Tough day at school. Still stuck at the office. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve. On demand from your favorite restaurant. And the restaurants come directly to you with DoorDash. DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city. Ordering is easy. Just use the DoorDash app and choose what you want to eat, and a a DoorDasher will bring it to you anywhere you are. Not only is that burger place you love on DoorDash already, but over 310,000 other amazing restaurants are too. DoorDash connects you with door-to-door delivery in over 3,300 cities, all 50 states, and Canada. Order from your local go-tos, or choose from your favorite chains like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and the Cheesecake Factory. Don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Right now, right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code THEFRIENDZONE. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter promo code THEFRIENDZONE. Again, that's promo code THEFRIENDZONE for $5 off your first order from DoorDash. So now we can move on over to TV land. Dustin Ross, what the fuck have you been watching? Well, in keeping tradition with this episode's random nature, we're going to switch up the TV land segment this week. And I actually like to give a live review of my experience at Candy's Dungeon Tour. Oh, my God. Awesome. Yes. I was going to ask, but I was like, let me not, because I feel like it's going to happen here. And I was going to do a follow-up ass segment at the end of your segment. This is Dustin's field work. So, yeah, baby, I was on the ground. I was reporting. Live, baby. Okay. 
first of all, I want the record to reflect that I was pissed because in the D.C. and New York stops of Candy's Welcome to the Dungeon Tour, first of all, let me dial back for those who may not be familiar. So Candy Burris, who was a member of Escape, and she's now a, a 10 or 11 season. She's 11 seasons deep on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, serial entrepreneur. Making 2.3 million, right? <laughs> cough it up, cough mm-hmm. it up. <laughs> uh, legendary songwriter. She's accomplished so many things. And so one of her new entrepreneurial ventures is this traveling variety burlesque show that she called Welcome to the Dungeon because it was based on a silly rumor that started on The Real Housewives of Atlanta about her and her husband having a secret sex dungeon, which didn't exist. And it caused a big stir on the show. And so she kind of took that and flipped it to something that would work to her advantage. And she created this tour that she's taken all around the United States. Um, It's been a month long trek uh, and they've literally gone everywhere. And what it is, a lot of people were confused on what it is. Um, It's essentially a costume party meets a burlesque variety show. Mm. Um, And so guests are encouraged to wear sexy attire. You saw everything from lace to leather to, you know, um, harnesses to all kinds of things lingerie whatever you wanted to see now me personally once i knew the theme was dressing sexy i decided to wear what i wear when i'm about to have sex so instead of wearing like leather and stuff because you know that's not my ministry personally i just wore some jordan basketball shorts and a tank top aka a wife beater (laughs) undershirt um and i was about to wear nike slides with my socks but it was terminal five and i don't know everybody like that so i put some sneakers on but i also or a robe so I was classic um classic so guests come in costume and then candy has put together an awesome review um that is everything from exotic dancers to um i don't know if you guys are familiar with the grapefruit lady who's been going around the internet yeah Yeah. you guys put me on okay so (laughs) she does a live demo at the beginning she actually opens the show Um, yeah, after Candy's performance. Did so, she hand out grapefruits to the audience? No, but her spit <laughs> lands all over the stage. No, they have to put no. a they put no. a tarp down before she does oh. her demonstration. Yeah. So this is a dungeon. So I, I think it's important that people know that they kind of push things to the limit. Oh, Fran, put that mic by your mouth. <laughs> so, so you should So you should know that going in. You see how I moved away. Oh. But, she has a so Candy has a cast of characters that travel with her um, that has that actually rotated out this week in New York City and last weekend in D.C. Um, Tamar Braxton and Trina, uh, the icon, legendary rapper who are the standing cast of the tour. They were unable to perform these two shows because of previous engagements. And so Damn. Candy filled in guest performers and it kind of worked out because this was actually Candy's birthday weekend. So I know DC actually got spice, which oh, makes wow. sense because you know, DC loves dance hall. So yeah. that was cool. In New York city, instead of us having Trina and Tamar, we got um, Tammy Rivera. We got Jesse Wu. We got little Mo and we got Foxy Brown. And so um, the show starts off. Candy does a performance of actually DJ A1, Candy's DJ, plays a really dope set that gets the crowd moving. Um, She's been booking huge venues. So like her New York show was at Terminal 5. You guys know how big that is. And she Mm -hmm. sold it out. So there were people literally from front to back and on all the levels. Um, We were fortunate enough, before I even go any further, I want to give a huge thank you to Victor, who is the choreographer of the tour for Candy. Oh, my God. Mr. Glam Rock Soul, he actually, 
huge thanks to Victor. He was the one who actually um, offered us our tickets to the show and our passes and all of that. So they took care of us. The hospitality was amazing. That's amazing. And uh, me shout and so Drew Shade, Drew, me and Drew went. <laughs> so shout out to Drew Shade. And we actually watched the show from the control booth. Right there with Victor and him. It was what? really, yeah, we got so like a, cool. a really backstep, you know, like a, a, a good perspective on the show and a great view. I was watching Drew's stories mm-hmm. and I sent him a DM. I was like, I cannot believe it. <laughs> we went to the dungeon. I had to see it for myself. I I'm like, there's it. no way yes. I'm going to miss this. But to speed things up, um, there were several guest performers. There were actually, there's a male exotic dancer named Bolo, who a lot of people know from the Vivica Fox um Chocolate City show, I think it was. He did a couple of dance routines. Um, there were Three the Hard Way from Magic City, the legendary stripper trio. They actually did a routine. Um, guests from the audience are called up on stage. And I was watching, what I was most fascinated by was Candy's, all of this is a system, right? Candy has literally put together a run of show. And so she would weave in different elements that I know were like, um, clearances or like people agreeing to participate and she would dress it up in really sexy talk and really ask them do we have your permission to do such and such but she would get it and I love that Candy was so precise about handling her business and it it shows it manifests itself in elements like that and in the seamless entry of the show our tickets were at will call they had people scanning at different stations everything was just seamless business operations Fran when I tell you the attention (laughs) to those details yes so Candy comes out, she performs Ready for This, which was the show that she, the single she came out with in the video. You know what that mm-hmm. is. Um, and it was actually so a bomb. A shit, you ain't fucking with a real bitch. Tell me what you gonna do. She wore it out live, y'all. I'm telling you, I was thoroughly impressed. Damn. Then the Grapefruit Lady comes on. Then it just, the show goes on from there. Um, it's a mix of strippers. It's a mix of... Um, musical artist, but it's it keeps going. It's about a three hour show, wow. and it culminates with performances from the larger acts. So like Jessie Wu came out, it was great to see her. She's such a beautiful girl, mm-hmm. so her stage presence was great. I didn't too much care for her song, but oh, that's, what did oh, she, she do? Sang. Oh yeah, Jessie Wu. Oh, yeah, she sings. She has yeah. a beautiful voice. Wow. Yeah. That, Very and cool. Candy actually recently posted that she loved the fact that she was able to offer this um, as a vehicle to other artists who don't really get that exposure as performers yeah. but they're known for other stuff because like she has Shamari out there wasting our time for two songs oh my God. Um, <laughs> of all the performers on the show she was the most forgettable and that's including the Foxy Brown debacle that you wow. guys saw I can't believe you were there to uh, witness the Foxy me friend of all, all people. people so let's just go on and get you to know it. when wow. it happened I was like Dustin is in that fucking audience wow. friend okay so long story short so Little Mo came out and honestly I had the lowest expectation for Little Mo based on what she's been presenting to us. You, it's no secret that I love Little Mo and her music. I'm a huge back in the day fan. Um, and I haven't been happy with some of her choices professionally lately, but that voice and them songs, them hits ain't went nowhere. Little Mo came out on that stage and had the entire Terminal 5 on their feet singing and moving. She shut it down. So for all that Foxy Brown was not Cynthia Loving. I don't know if it's the heels of this divorce she going through or what, but mama was on that mm. night. You talking about chips and, and tech and shit in your body. Somebody done put something in Lil Mo because baby girl was, oh, they had flipped her switch. She was wow. on. Let's get to the good part. <laughs> oh, so we get to this as, as oh, one more thing that I definitely want to make sure I mention. Delicious from Flavor of Love, who has 
far her career accomplishments have eclipsed that. She's done radio. She's been a part of several different productions. She was the co-host to this show, and she actually sang "Nasty Girl" by Vanity Six. She did a little routine strippers. You know, delicious can blow. Oh, it was amazing. And beyond that, it was. And beyond that. I believe that. Yeah. Beyond that, <laughs> she was. I think you were saying Beyonce. I was like, Beyonce. Oh, she was. She, went there. She, was <laughs> she was at the dungeon. She was upstairs. <laughs> so. She woo. was upstairs. She, Come on, friend. <laughs> Delicious was the best host, y'all. Her energy. Her, like, even when, like, there would be lulls or some of the guests from the audience would do too much or there would be things that would throw a person off. Homegirl's energy, her timing was, I mean, beyond impeccable. She was the perfect person to have in that capacity. From her outfits to the things she was saying to the crowd to the way that she was keeping things moving but not in a pushy way. I was really impressed with the production elements of this tour. Let's get to Foxy. So... (laughs) Oh, Candy and Delicious come out. They announced that they wanted somebody on the East Coast who had a connection to this city and who we knew we loved and blah, blah, blah. So they introduced Foxy Brown. She comes out. Immediately, there are two other people on stage with her that have mics that match hers. Her mic had a uh, rhinestone surround on it, you know. Um, and she came out. She had on, like, some thigh-high leopard boots that obviously were designer, um, some Chanel suspenders. She like cool. she, Yeah, she had a look. I loved it. She had a look, and she had a, a really... Um, sexy like chain mask on with glasses on top which I thought was a bit much because I'm like girl (laughs) you got to be able to see what you're doing (laughs) like so but it went with the theme of the night right so I was fine with that now me Get You Home Tonight by Foxy Brown featuring Blackstreet is one of my all time all genre yeah favorite Uh oh Uh oh oh. Baby. What a song, right? What a mood. So I have a respect for Foxy as a lyricist. All those things. Well, she needed to get herself home. No. Yeah, the night did. of the dungeon. And I'm going to tell you, for me, I could have laughed. I could have, you know, oh, they booing, whatever. First, let me, I know I'm kind of getting all over the place, but I want to dispel one thing that I saw online. Everybody's saying that, oh, the crowd in New York must have been too young to appreciate Foxy's music. They didn't have any respect for her legacy, whatever. Everybody in there was probably 30 years old and up. There were no young crowd. There was no young crowd. There were no young people in there. There were people who knew the words to Foxy's music. There were people who understood her legacy, her impact, and really appreciated her being there. There were also people, those same people, who knew the history of performances that Foxy's had recently that haven't been good. And so I was worried. I'm tired of seeing people fuck up. I love to see people that are legends get their just due. And I didn't want to laugh at Foxy Brown. Now, was it funny when she was moving around and just acting crazy on stage? Yes, because it's a rap show. And so for her to be doing something that's out of sync with the way the show is supposed to be going is funny to see. What was she doing? So like one song would be playing, she would be rapping something completely different. And a lot of people have been saying that it was because of her hearing impairment, right? right? But she was keeping up. I think some of it was, I don't think that that's what the whole problem was. Some of that was Foxy deciding to make certain choices because I would see her refute things that the DJ would play or she was in control of what was going on. 
What I was most confused by was the purpose of the other two people who got on stage with her because they were sometimes overpowering what she was saying. Now I recognize that maybe they were there to help because she maybe couldn't hear. Right. I do. We all remember that. To like keep her. On on flow with the show and and keep her on track with the songs. But it didn't work because she was literally rapping a different song. So like say say Get You Home Tonight was playing, she would just start freestyling a different rap and she'd be like, fuck that shit. I want to talk to my bitches and she would go into freestyles which were dope actually because I was listening the first one I thought was intentional so I was listening to it like oh shit she about to spit like okay we about to get a real you know freestyle from Foxy in 2019 live in New York so I was preparing for like a moment you know I had enjoyed the sidewalk (laughs) I was going to have me a good time but then it became a pattern and it wasn't just that one song. Mm. So something happened. I don't know what it was. Um, I pray to God that it, that this wasn't because of her not being able to hear, but it was literally a mess. And it was so shocking because like I said, I'm in the control booth. So I'm seeing the way that the team, the production team is responding to this. And I know that something's going terribly wrong. They're like in crisis. Then, so finally, so the crowd starts starts booing her. They booed her more than once, too. It wasn't just one time that they booed her. They finally booed her so loudly that one of the guys that was on stage with her just kind of, she cued the DJ to play something else, and the guy just kind of ushered her off stage. I think Candy was caught off guard by that because you see, I saw Candy literally, like, say, hold on, and she, like, tried to touch Foxy's arm, and Foxy snatched her arm away. So I saw that. Candy then, another thing I appreciate about her, she was trying to keep things classy. So she immediately comes on stage and says, y'all got to respect my girl now. You know, let's let her take her mask off. Y'all know she be killing shit, whatever. Which she did kill shit. The energy, the vibe, the mood, the night, everything. But... At the same time, there was a part of me that I was like ready to go, you know, and laugh at her. But then I was like, this is actually sad. Super. It's sad because I I know that that like that was so disgraceful to like what she's gave. Because you say what you want, but Foxy then gave a lot to music. Mm-hmm. And it was so disgraceful to that as a hip hop fan to see. But I know that there was more to the story because DJ A1 then says, fuck that. You ain't finna do that on our, not on our stage. New York, let's party. And he plays the jump off by Little Kim. But I really believe I'm telling y'all This wasn't something that he did to incite the crowd To act crazy That was in response to whatever was now going on Behind the curtain And to also some of the energy and some of the actions That I saw during the entire performance That wasn't just to like Get her back or whatever That was a response, a reaction to something So all of that just made it get real, real, real fast But then after a while Candy and Delicious came out They were trying to like hype the crowd up And you know, get us excited about Foxy coming back out But once it was confirmed that she wasn't coming back out she stayed in. Oh, they tried to get her back out. Yeah. They thought, we thought that she was going to come back out, but she didn't come back out. And so they just started partying. So that's what happened mm-hmm. with Foxy Brown. Damn. So it was a fool and the video clips are funny and shit. And mm-hmm. you did, it's funny. It's funny. Shit. Ain't nobody laughing at her because she has a hearing problem, but that shit was funny. Now, when it's not funny is when you realize like something really happened. That's when yeah. you're like, okay. I don't know what it was. Right. Though. So, especially for DJA one to act like that. That's what I'm saying. I, like that was that was energy based on something else that happened. So, but I was there reporting live firsthand. <laughs> Ten toes down. Dustin Ross in the field at the dungeon party. So that's what happened Justin when I was welcomed to the dungeon. So again, shout out to Victor. Thank you so much for the hospitality. Everything was wonderful. Shout out to everybody on Candy's team for a seamless show. There were several people there, and I think it's worth um, noting that at the DC show. 
April Ryan was there. <laughs> April Ryan Word. went April. to the <laughs> yeah, She went to the DC show. Wait, what did she have on? I don't. I didn't want to look down. <laughs> I was afraid. I'm like, I just want to know you from your neck up. That's so cool Word. though. I ain't ready for April to turn into May. <laughs> so yeah. So that's what happened at the Dungeon Tour, y'all. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. I was so curious what it was. Like now, I obviously have a better understanding. It's a cabaret show. I thought it was like a sex party. I really thought Baltimore or something. Just like a sex party. No, do you want to go to one of the other tour dates, friend? Oh, one of the other ones? Mm-hmm. We should go to sure. like a different... There's only three left. But yep. they're probably all Dang. sold out. Dallas, Houston, and I believe St. Louis. Work Houston. Dallas, Houston, and somewhere. Oh, Jade can go. R- right? <laughs> She's in Houston. I, I suggest funny. y'all go because it's the shit. The dungeon was a great time. Are you going to uh, talk about anything on TV? Mm-mm. <laughs> that was our TV segment. Yay. Okay. <laughs> you sure you don't want to talk about love? Positive. Okay. You sure you don't want to talk about Real Housewives of Potomac? Give a little bit. Okay. You want to talk about Real Housewives of Potomac? Positive. Okay. I'm just asking for the for the audience so they don't be like, mm-hmm. man, I'm, no, I'm they'll be happy. I did my due diligence. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that means we're going to move on to this is a story because this is a story. Dustin Ross, please don't leave us hanging like you always do. Are you ready? We're ready. I think so. This is a story, episode 18. You got to talk like you're in a dark room. (laughs) It's legal. The story is legal. This week, we're going to hear the story from Katie's perspective. I was laying there in ecstasy when his phone rang. It's amazing to me how the little things, like the sound of his phone vibrating on the nightstand, are what are ingrained most in my memory. Obviously, I'm aware that it didn't sound any differently than it normally did, but there was something about the buzzing of his phone that night that was simply different. Something about that buzz told me that this particular phone call would interrupt all of the calm that I'd finally been able to manifest after the storm that we'd literally just been through hours earlier. As Ron raised up from the bed and reached to grab his phone, I knew something was different. Something wasn't all the way right, and it was more than just lingering anxiety from the damn brawl in my foyer earlier. Everything was off, from the way his back looked under the moonlight, which was normally one of my favorite things to look at, to the way that the covers yanked off of me when he raised up. As soon as that sheet moved and my body felt that air, it was like I was being given a heads up that something was about to happen. Some sort of change to the energy between us. My intuition never misled me and it was screaming at me that something was wrong right now. As soon as Ryan answered his phone and followed up with, this is he, I knew that my intuition had once again been correct in warning me that something was off. I sat up in the bed and covered my naked breasts with one arm as I listened to Ron's end of the conversation he was having. I wasn't trying to prevent my breasts from being exposed. Ron was quite familiar with my titties and the scenic roots of my body in general. There was something very symbolic about the action, though. It was like my body was reminding me that I had to protect myself in that moment, rely on myself, make sure that I was okay before I tried to help anyone else, no matter who it was. As he continued uttering only one-word responses, it became clear to me that he was doing more listening than anything else. So while Ron listened to the caller, I listened to him, both literally and figuratively. I listened to his responses. I listened to his energy. 
I listened to his posture as he began to sit more and more upright as the phone call continued. I listened to the intensity of his stare as he kept his eyes focused on the knob of the lamp on the nightstand next to him. And I listened to the dulled nature of his spirit as he ended that call and immediately lowered his head. Baby, I said. No, he replied. No. Ron, what's wrong? I asked. Even though, once again, my intuition was tapping me on the shoulder saying, don't do it, as the question rolled from my lips. Silence. I stood from the bed and lowered my arm from my breasts. I wanted to present myself as trustworthy and completely present in the moment for Ron. You see, he was my focus right now, and this was a time when I needed to cradle his heart no matter what was going on. So I walked around the bed and stood naked directly in front of him. I placed my hand on his and hoped that he wouldn't snatch it away. He didn't. And that was a good sign. It gave me comfort that his anger wasn't directed toward me. I felt a wave of guilt wash over me because that was selfish of me to be concerned with my own feelings at that time. I squeezed his hand with mine and refocused on Ryan in the moment. Talk to me, baby. I'm here for you. I'm here for us. What's wrong and, and, and how can I help everything be okay, baby? Can you make Mia breathe again, Katie? She was in a car accident and, and stopped breathing. Ron was barely able to get the words out before he fainted right there on my bedroom floor. We'll see no. you next week. <clears throat> no, that's not an ending. For the next episode of What's This the is a Story. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening with your ears. <laughs> I hope you wash your legs. <laughs> oh, my God. As always, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. MAC Powder Lipstick is matte reinvented. The new matte formula is where matte meets moisture, giving you the zero shine look of a matte lipstick with instant long-term hydration and a weightless cushiony texture. The velvety soft matte colors glide on effortlessly with a wide range of shades that are sure to complement any skin tone. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I showed you the range of mm. colors they have. They're super beautiful. Maybe I'll wear them one day. <laughs> Head to your nearest MAC location to meet your mat today or shop at maccosmetics.com. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, essential plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.